Hey everyone, today is Friday the 24th of August 2018. This is Gap episode 433. My name's Luke Laurie. Job Guroy is being a fucking cunt. How you going, Job? Oh shit! That's, that's, uh, that's like zero to cunt in, like... <laughs> that's a new record. record. It is a new record, I think. <laughs> like, next week you're gonna have to, if you're gonna beat the record, you're gonna be like, G'day, cunts! You're gonna have to open like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm good though. I feel bad for anybody that hasn't listened before and they're just like, whoa, holy shit, what is whoa, going on? Whoa, whoa, Can't believe I came in at episode 433 of this fucking podcast and now I find out they're swearing? I can't believe it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lots of swearing. Lots of swearing. Um, strap yourself in. Strap in, baby. Uh, yeah, I moved house. Yeah, all, all the fan mail. You're going to have to update your address. Oh, man. We're getting mailed forwarded, but uh, how does that work? Still stressing me out. It's all Australia Post. You pay Australia Post a bunch of money, and they'll right. Mail for you. Is, yeah. is that all mail, or do they look at like the name and shit? What do you mean? Like, if somebody else moves into that place, can <laughs> they forward their mail to me? You know, but what I'm saying is like. Is it like a temporary thing where they just forward mail for like a week or two or do they just fucking do it for the rest of your life? Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, they'll do it for like a month. Okay. Yeah, pay per month. I think you can get it up to three months or something. Uh, but they look at your name, right? They're looking at the name and then they forward it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's good because you don't want stuff that is under embargo showing up at other people's places. Absolutely. <laughs> like, here's a free copy of Red Dead. <laughs> It only works if it's like sent through the uh, Australian Post. So, oh, okay. shit. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Wait, I have to I email everybody, telling people that I've moved. Um, yeah. yeah, it's awkward. I feel awkward sending those emails. Mm. It's like, just in case you were gonna send me some free shit. Yeah. yeah. So your, your acoustics, acoustics sound, sound a little bit different now. Your acoustics. Ooh, that's a name. That's a word. Uh, it is a word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got an office. I have a, I'm a fancy fucking business person now. I'm no longer working uh, on a desk perched on the side of my kitchen. And uh, I now have an office. Right. My new place is fucking huge. It's got a spare room, basically. Uh, and... So as a result, uh, yeah, there's I guess a, a bit of weird echoing going on. Are you gonna uh, like pad the, the walls or? Oh yeah, get the fucking egg cartons out. <laughs> <Just> fucking. <laughs> your your wife's like, what are you doing? And you're like, gluing egg cartons to the walls. <laughs> it's okay. It's for podcasting. Don't worry about it. It's for podcasting. Um, so people can understand my callouts and. In video in rainbow um not that i did call outs uh yeah anyway uh moving was fun i really enjoyed it uh as as always you know it is the best uh two days of anyone's life so it's friday and saturday um we haven't quite moved all the stuff in but i did get the, the tv set up on friday night and we like just tethered, tethered off my um my phone we watch Netflix because Netflix there's an app on the TV so I could watch Netflix without having to actually plug anything in other than the TV and, and just tether straight off the phone it was good it was good 
That's the that's all you need. We didn't even set up the fucking chairs. We just sat on the ground and ate pizza. Yeah. And watched Netflix. Well, let's just do that for the next year. More than everything set up now. Oh. We went to fucking Ikea. Ikea on Sunday. Yep. And I've never been. I think never, I've never you've been, never been, been to Ikea. Ikea. Yeah. I don't believe you. I don't think I have. And I don't know why I'd ever go again. It's amazing. It's one of the best places on earth. What are you talking about? Ikea. It's so good. What What did I gain from going to Ikea that I couldn't have gotten from literally just going on a fucking website and buying online? They have everything. You can look at it. You can touch it. Uh, you get one of those. You get meatballs and shit. Like, it's pretty good. It's like, I didn't it's get like furniture Disneyland. It was. I thought it was. I thought it was lame. The only the only upside is that I did change desks. I was going to get one desk when I was looking online, and then uh, when I got there, I got a different desk. What a story! Uh, the desk I got instead is fucking crazy wide. It's massive. It's an IKEA desk. It is. It is. Do you know the uh, Swedish name of it? Um, so we can all look it up. Bombkanen, I'll look. I'll look. Yeah, fill dead air while I look. Fill dead air. I I'm still blown away that you've not been to IKEA. Like you've definitely been in an apartment for a while. Like where, yeah. where did you buy all the shit from? Um. Well, my last desk uh, I bought like online from IKEA. I just didn't go in. Oh, okay. The desk is a. Bekant, B-E-K-A-N-T. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's good. I can adjust it to different heights and stuff. Not that I ever will, because it would mean I'd have to take the fucking monitors off. It's wide enough that I can put three monitors up. And that is good shit. All right, I'm looking at it now. Uh, what color do you get? Um, desk color. Oh, like, you know, like wood. Wood, wood grain, I guess, yeah. Um, it doesn't yeah. look that big from the pictures. It's fucking huge, mate. I'm going to have it's to have a look at this. Uh, um, I think this... Because I thought the other desk I was going to get, I can't remember what that's called, but it had like a, a windy thing and I could turn it into a standing desk. And my wife is really about that because she thinks I have bad posture when I sit on my computer, uh, which is true. Like, that's undoubtedly true. Yeah. Um, but... At the same time, like, I don't want to fucking stand. It was tiny, though, so I, I wouldn't have been able to get three monitors. And so, yeah, now, now, three monitors. It's the dream. I've always wanted three monitors. I've been sitting here with just two for so long, like a chump. Hmm. Soon, soon I'll have three monitors. Um, and, yeah, I don't even know how I'm going to plug them all in. At the moment, I think I'm at the fucking ex- the, the the limit to what I can plug into my stupid graphics card. I need like a fucking DVI to something else adapter. I've already got one. I've got a, a what's, the, what's the the big one? The big uh, monitor port. Um, DVI. No, the other one. The older one. Yeah. Um, VGA <laughs> could be. I don't think it's that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've got an adapter from that to HDMI 
so that I can actually, because like my monitors are old enough that they don't actually have HDMI ports. Uh, yeah, that's basically what I'm I, I'm rolling with at the moment. Like, I've got double, like two adapters, so I can plug my fucking two monitors in. How old is this monitor? Pretty old. Like VGAs are like super old ports. Yeah, I don't think it's VGI. I'm pretty sure. DVI. DVI. That's what we said, didn't we? Is it? No, fuck. I I can't remember. (laughs) What was the other one? Uh, HDMI, uh, VGA, and DVI, the three. And then they've got like... um, What's the one with all the dots for the line at one side? It's like a display port, which is kind of like HDMI port. I think my monitor does that as well. Yeah, I think I need like a... DVI to display port adapter if I want to plug the third monitor in. Yeah. This is some first world problem shit. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, that's 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 happened. What else? Uh, I plugged all my consoles back in. Yeah, you had some casualties. I had a well, super panic moment. I turned, like, I pressed the fucking power button on the PS4 Pro and uh, nothing happened. I switched out the cables, switched like from cable to cable to cable. I'm like, oh God, it's dead. And I had a game come in that I really wanted to play on the PlayStation 4. Um, and so I was really, really, really sad. And then um, I'm like, oh fuck, uh, I'll, I'll try the eject button to see if I can at least get whatever the fuck is in there, which was my Blu-ray of Deadpool uh, out. And uh, I pressed it and it turned off. I don't know why I thought it would, like, if the eject button would work to spit out Deadpool, I don't know why it wouldn't also turn the fucking thing. Anyway, it worked. And, uh, yeah. So the power button got broken in the move, but the PlayStation is still functioning. Yeah. So how does it, like, how does that happen? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I must have crammed something onto it. Against or it or. Because it's not, like, like physically it- broken, right? right? It's just you press it and nothing happens. Yeah. Like, just nothing. Not even a beep or anything. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, Weird. yeah. Radio. Yep. Cool. cool. So, that was your move. That was my move. Um, yeah. 90, I'd say we're 90% moved in now. We've got some old-ass, um, like, dishwasher. Yep. Super old. So old that you couldn't even... I couldn't even find a manual online. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, probably uh, the biggest problem. We didn't know how to use it. It was very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. You need to find a cave painting somewhere with some instructions. Nah, I wish. I had a, we had, like, we were so convinced that we actually got a dishwasher tech to come look at it to see how it was broken. See if it was broken. Uh, to see how it was broken because oh. we were pretty sure it was broken uh, and he came out he's like oh no yeah I, I kind of knew this was going to happen as soon as I heard like um, what you thought was wrong with it um, but yeah it's just this model of dishwasher yep just like you just have to do this apparently it's set it to three for it to work not one if you set it to one it won't actually work that's basically it. that's the whole <clears throat> It's the whole fucking dishwasher story. And yeah, after that, done. But I haven't really played many games. It's the only problem. Yeah, it's uh, sort of the same, but I've been watching some esports things and there's some news we can talk about. So, 
Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, and some other things. Um, should we get into, into that? that? Do it. Um, I've been. Uh, let's just start off fucking Dead by Daylight. I jumped like hardcore back into this. I played a crap load over the last week. Um, they were running an event, like a fucking a thing you go in and do, and you get points. Um, basically, <laughs> like you get an unlock in the game. And it, um, it sets these for the actual survivors, it sets the generators to be like these margarita stations. Um, and for the, uh, for the killers, their hooks get turned into like a fucking some other barbecue thingy. I'm not sure. Uh, it's, it's a different type of hook. And then when you hook people onto that or, um, as a killer, you get extra points. Um, and then if you're a survivor and you complete a generator that's like one of these special ones, then you also get extra points. So it's just like this incentive thing to um, just a way of generating points. And then once you do like a certain number of them um, across the event, you get like a free cosmetic item uh, at the end of it. So um, that wasn't really the reason why I jumped back into it, but... I because I'd already I think talked about it the week before. I was just looking sure. for something else to get back into because because of another game that doesn't work anymore. Um, yeah, man, and I just got like so fucking hooked on it. I was just like, I'm just loving it again. It's so much fun, and I, I jumped in and I was sort of leveling up um, like some of the characters that I hadn't played before. Uh, played like a bunch of Doctor because I think um, fuck, just like quick overview. Dead by Daylight is a four versus one survival horror type game where humans survivors have to uh, complete generators and once the generator is unlocked it opens exit gates on the map and they can leave meanwhile there's a killer running around and their objective is to catch survivors and and try and kill them basically run down um and so the doctor is one of the um the killers that was introduced a while back and uh he was pretty weak when he first was introduced i didn't really like him but they buffed the shit out of him like they haven't buffed him to be fucking op but he's actually really fun to play now um basically he's got this attack or his secondary attack he sends out like a lightning uh like a lightning fucking bolt to people in uh like a, a radius in front of you um you can actually change it depending on what you equip sometimes it can be a, a circle in front of you and sometimes it's sort of like an arc um and as you shoot out this bolt of lightning at people like you shock them because he's a shock therapist doctor um you you turn them like a bit more mad and there's like three different stages of madness and during each stage it causes them to do different things like sometimes they'll scream um just randomly and alert you to where they are uh when they're trying to complete objectives and do skill checks sometimes the actual skill check button will fucking move on the screen to somewhere else like it's normally in the center but maybe now it's in the top right and all of a sudden you've got to adjust your eyes to look up there and hit the skill check button in time um yeah man he's just like a lot of fun to play like it just kind of fucks with everybody um and when you've got this madness thing up you can sort of like um uh like tap yourself out of it you've got to i think you have to find somebody else to do it or you can do it after a certain amount of time it sort of clicks you out of it and then it resets your your um, madness level and you can start off again it's just a way of slowing people down a bunch um oh and the other thing is as the madness increases the survivors will randomly see an illusion of him around the map um or like chasing them and like you can change your um all your 
add-ons to like change those effects sometimes they'll make a like um it'll make you think like they're actually behind you because the heartbeat will increase like it's them just like all these really cool things so i had a bunch of fun playing with him um just leveling up that guy i um who else was i playing i was played a bunch of like michael myers again he's really fun um i unlocked freddy krueger i've been playing a stack of him um his basic so his basic idea is he starts off as being in like the dream world and um if you recall there were these effects in the game that would make um the environment really foggy and there were like different levels of mist his his dream world kind of looks like a fucking really bad case of that (laughs) like it's really foggy and whatnot kind of hard to see people but while he is in the dream world all the survivors can't see him he's completely invisible other than the fact that you will see him rustling through um like grass or you'll see crows disappear like disperse as he walks near them um just sort of like things that he can interact with within the environment and then what happens is once he finds a survivor he can uh, trigger an ability and it pulls them into the dream world and that takes a couple of seconds to happen um and uh, the, the, the survivors also basically know that he's nearby because it's got that Freddy Krueger lullaby going on as well. Not the heartbeat, the like one, two, three, like that thing. And so um, they can't see him, but they can hear the lullaby and know he's nearby. And then he pulls them into the dream world. And that's when he can start seeing flashes of him. Like he's not there as a solo, but you'll like, you'll run around and you'll sort of see him blipping in and out. Like they're, they're asleep and shit. <laughs> And, and then, then so, so he can start actually attacking them at this stage. Because <laughs> if they're awake and in the normal world, he can't attack them. He can't. He can only interact with generators, um, yeah. but he can't attack anybody. You got to pull them into the dream world, and then that means they're asleep. Um, you can attack people, and that lasts. I think depending again on your add-ons, a certain amount of time. So you can start chasing people. Um, the way you get out of the dream world is really fucking interesting. You can either have somebody else on your team snap you out of it. So they've got to be next to you and like uh, it takes a couple of seconds to snap you out. Or you can go to like a generator and fail a skill check and make it blow up. That will also wake you up. Um, and I think there's something else, but I'm not 100%. Only because like I don't, I'm not playing survivor. I mainly play killer, the main killer. Um, yeah. And, and then the other thing is if, you pull somebody into the dream world, <laughs> you can also see an aura outline of them once they get a certain distance away from you. So then you can tell whereabouts they are. So the kind of idea is to start pulling people into the dream world, make them disperse. And then you get an idea of, all right, these people are over here. I'm going to get a, go after this person. Because um, the other thing is when you pull someone in the dream world, their action speed is reduced as well. Well, it can be so that the things they do are slower. So now they're doing generators slower um, or or uh, like trying to take out runes slower and, and that sort of thing. So it's you kind of got to you've got to really think about what you should be doing and how to play. He's fucking really fun to play. A lot of fun to play. He's he's so he's really cool. Um, but I guess his biggest weakness is he doesn't really have a um like a good way of dealing with like pallets and windows and things like that. Like you kind of just go to chase people. He's super quick on, on yeah. foot. Um, but like his idea is to slow people down a lot because when he pulls them in the dream world, it completely like halves, I think the time it takes to, 
to do action speeds. Um, and then they're like some of his abilities, like his, his uh, skills are basically like when people start doing generators and they complete them, like it's called fire up and um, he gets quicker at things that he does. So like, I think he, he's able to break pallets quicker. He can damage generators quicker. So like gets him fucking angry and whatnot. Um, there's, there's a second one that allows him to have an obsession. And every time he hits that obsession, he adds like five seconds to the timer it takes to open the exit gate. And the exit gate normally takes about 30 seconds. And then you can add a maximum of 30 seconds onto that. And it's oh, so yeah, fucking it's slow, like, man. Like, <laughs> I did play... Like, like, like I've played, played Survivor once, once or twice where I've played against him and it's fucked, eh? Because I'm like, everything is just so slow to do. I'm like, this generator is taking half an hour and then, like, you get to the exit gate and it's just so slow to open. Um, That's nuts. It's so good. And then his third one is... Um, uh, something warden, I can't remember. But basically, once the exit gates are opened, if you hook a survivor, it blocks the exit gates for a certain amount of time. So it forces the players to either come back or to hide for a minute. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> it's really funny, man, because when you do it, and like people don't realize or they forget about, or they don't even know that you've got it. You might not be running that ability. And they, they're like, like, fuck it, I'm getting out of here. And they run to the exit gate and you're like chasing them. And then they can't get out because the things come up and they're just like start panicking and shit. So good. Um, so I'm not like super far into his, his progress tree, but, uh, because of this sort of event that they're running, it's, it's meaning I'm getting like 50,000 points, 50 to 60,000 each run as opposed to like max is usually 30 to 40. So you get a little bit more, you get like three levels. Um, every go so yeah he's been awesome to play I haven't had a chance to check out um, the newest uh, edition which is the clown um, he basically has like a, a mixture of bottles that he throws and it like confuses them and causes them to slow down and whatnot he's pretty good for I think um, like pallet looping or or um, like just people that like to run around in around windows and whatnot um, he kind of counters that quite a bit he's sort of similar to um, the huntress who had these axes that she would throw like when you come to somebody that's like I'm going to wait this pallet and then I'll throw it down while you get really close like you can't do that with her because she'll just fucking axe you with, by throwing a, an axe at your face you've got to really just run away um, so I haven't tried those two yet but man like the other guys that I've been playing have been so much fun um, and like the community is really good still like I'm still getting um, games pretty much throughout all times of whenever I jump in and try and play it. Um, Sometimes it's a bit of a mix. I'll get like people in there with 150 to 200 ping. I mean, generally, it's still pretty fine. Like, don't see much problem with that. Um, So it's once you start getting into like the 300s to 400s, that's like when people start warping. But at this stage, they've got that indicator in the game now. So you can tell, all right, I'm going to leave and not come back. So... Um, seems, seems like, like most people are pretty happy to be like, all right, this person's got 150 ping. Like, I'll jump in and play it. Um, but either, either way, way, like, still getting a lot of Australians, it looks like, in there, um, which is cool. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm super fucking pumped for that game. I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed by how well they they turn that game around and then continue to support it, and it's still really good. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'm like... Tend to jump back in as well. Yeah, I was, I was thinking of hitting you guys up and being like, man, I should jump back in and, and play some 
some uh, survival, but like I, yeah. You still have those matches, I feel like, in survival where there's a new person that comes in and they just kind of like fucking face camp sometimes. Um, yeah. Like they've tried to combat that a lot by having things in there, like abilities where if you rescue someone from a hook and you're getting face camped and they just hit you straight away, well, then nothing happens. It basically, you can just keep running and it's like a bleed out effect where you've got like 30 seconds to run away. And if you get a heal off before then, then that's cool. Nothing happens. Um, and, and then, then like, like things where if you're, I think, uh, if you're closer to them, like you can't put traps in certain positions anymore because you used to be able to just put a trap like right in front of the people. Um, if you're like the trapper and that'd cause problems or like, yeah, just they're trying to de-emphasize you face camping. Like you got to go out and try and find people, which is really cool. So yeah, it's good, man. I, I dig it. I had fun. I played like a, a little bit of Survivor over the the days, but I'm having a ton of fun playing as um as a killer. And it's cool seeing like like people in there that you've seen a couple of times, and like you start switching up who you're playing as and and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's fun. It's really good. I dig it. And it's it was on. I think it's on sale at the moment. Humble Model um are doing a sale like a. a Halloween? No, it's not Halloween. I don't know what the fuck it is. Anyway, they were doing something with like Friday the 13th and uh, Dead by Daylight. I'm just looking it up now. Spooky Horror Bundle. What? Because it's August. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was like, nah, it's not a Halloween bundle. It's not Halloween yet. But okay, yeah. Whatever. It's um. so if you pay... It looks like more than $15, you get Friday the 13th, the game, which is trash. Uh, But you also get Dead by Daylight, which is pretty freaking good. Um, Solid. Yeah, which I think is cheaper than Steam by like five bucks. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. I definitely recommend that game. It's a lot of fun. And there's a solid community um, all around the world. It's always on, like, generally on Twitch. It's pretty high up there because it's a really fun game to watch as well. You should stream. Sure. I've I've had streamers that have jumped in, like, because you can tell in their name, they put their name in there. It's always fun to go back. I think I posted a video to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's always fun to go back and, like, watch them. Like their reactions and if they're shit talking you or something like that. But that dude is actually, he's very good. Um, yeah. Yeah, you should stream you playing as a killer because I totally watch you fucking murder cunts. <laughs> Every time we get drunk and we watch you murder cunts, it's always fucking extremely amusing. Yeah, but you'd have, you'd have to be, be drunk all the time then. Oh. Drats. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, DBD. Very good. Hmm. Um, World of Warcraft. You, you want to talk about that at all, or? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, World of Warcraft. I've, I've reached level one twenty. This is in Battle uh, of, of Azeroth. As Battle of Azeroth. Yeah, that's the new level cap. Um, I wasn't. I was really not about it. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I, I finished it. Hmm. I like capped it off. I reached one twenty. Literally, as I finished the Zandalar or Zulbazar, Zandalar? I think Zandalari questline, like, um, which is the, like, Horde questline, basically. You go to 
the, the troll kingdom and like the you help them out basically uh, the Zandalari tri- uh, troll tribe and you help them sort their shit out I guess you fight some snake people etc etc um, yeah I, uh, I, I wrapped it up I was just not I don't know I, it, it didn't really work for me I mean there was there was a lot in it that didn't work for yep. me I guess uh, the final boss fight in that quest line CZ uh, fights um, Marta R- Rastalan or something hmm. I I mean like I'm pretty notoriously bad at um <clears throat> at reading quest details uh like so like maybe it's maybe it's just me but uh i don't think so i'm pretty sure you never fucking see anything about her before you do the scenario the final for zandala scenario like i'm pretty sure she's just a fucking new character so that they can have the cutscene where the king where rastakhan kills zul instead of you like it's weird. It's dumb. So it, it all builds up. When I fought her, uh, just before that, you fight some other chick, Grand Grandmother Sheena or something, Atina, Atina. You fight Grandmother Atina. <laughs> You're up on this lore. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't, don't know anything point. about Warcraft. <laughs> no, but like I, I, I only really like noticed this stuff because I am like I'm. Well, I'm not super fucking invested, but I did actually like the Black Panther ripoff storyline. Uh, and so I was like, you know, I thought the the voice acting was mostly good. Like some of it's terrible. The turtle dudes are fucking the worst. They all literally have this the one voice and the same four fucking uh, voice lines. But like, yeah, the uh, Wam Sandi, the, the lower of death, if you die in Zandalar, uh, he'll he'll sit there and give you shit, which is pretty good. Uh, instead of just being an angel at the graveyard, he's there because he's the lower, he's the god of death in this uh, in this land. And so, uh, yeah, uh, he'll sit there and be like, "Oh, look who it is! Oh, it's the Death Knight again!" And like, shut the fuck up, one Sunday. And uh, he winds up having a pretty big role in the storyline and all of that kind of stuff. And I, so I was pretty interested. Uh, you wind up like, yeah, as, as I finished the quest line prior to For Zandalar, you fight Grandmother Atina. And uh, yeah, you, you have to kill her. When I got up to this other chick, Mata Ravalan or Rastalan or whatever the fuck, um, I thought it was just Atina again. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. She comic book died, I guess. She's back. Uh, they're blood trolls. They apparently can do this kind of shit. Whatever. So uh, I, I fight her again. And then I'm like, like hang on. Wasn't that other chick like grand martyr? I don't like understand how. Did she stop being grand? So I looked it up and it turns out it's a completely different person. And yeah, she literally only seems to exist for this fight, which I think is super fucking just sloppy. Like, fucking sloppy, to be honest. Because uh, she is the final boss fight. It's a good... It's a really good fight, too. Like, I really enjoyed the fight. She's got some... Like, it's a tough one. I think King Rustican. You're supposed to escort King Rustican up so that he can fight um, Zul. 
uh, which is the end of the fucking quest line, basically, like the the way it all caps off. Mm. And um, like he's supposed to help. He did not help. So without him, with him standing like bugging out, not fucking helping. Like she's a really tough fight, and she's got some really interesting abilities and stuff like that. And yeah, um, I thought it was pretty good. I was just disappointed that she was like fucking a nobody technically. I just thought it was a really shitty way to do it. And then when I finished the fight, uh, when I like capped it off, uh, my game immediately crashed. <laughs> yeah, turns out the servers had gone down. <laughs> right. And so I waited half an hour before I could actually get back in. Uh, and it just dumped me at the fucking, like, at the throne, standing in front of King Rasta Khan. And I was, like, done. So I beat her, end. Turn in the end of the quest. So I did, and I hit 120. I'm like, yay, but, like... What fucking what kind of fucking ending to a quest line is that? Like, what the fuck happened? So I had to look it up on YouTube to watch what the fuck happens in like. And I think that is fucking that's some garbage as well. You can't go back and rewatch it. Apparently, I should have abandoned the quest and redone it, and then I could have rewatched. Uh, like, I could have watched it, assuming it didn't fuck up again. But like, looking it up online, it, it seems like that that scenario in particular in particular fucks up a lot and i just i just think that's really fucking like really shoddy work it's not like it took me that long and i was pretty fucking slow compared to a lot of other people so yeah i just think it's pretty shoddy to have the fucking final quest line bugged out and fuck people up a lot like so you don't even get the fucking the story pay uh payoff i just think that's sloppy as fuck Hmm. um and it's not it's not something i'd expect from like blizzard you know like they usually polishes like fucking overwatch this case polishes all they've got um i just yeah i just thought it was really shoddy anyway so i was i was not really stoked about that and then i rolled on like well whatever just, you know i guess i just move on so i looked up how to fucking fly because uh, i'm like surely i'm 120 surely i can now unlock flying no the fucking there's shit you got to go through to unlock flight. Holy crap! That's there's no fucking around there. Like you need like you got to finish all the quests basically, all the quests in the game before you're allowed to fly. So yeah, it's just like I'm just I've, I don't know, man. It just seems weird. So I'm like, oh, I guess I'll go do the quest then. I, I got to unlock it and shit. So I'm, I go over to the like PVP island to do that stuff and. uh like non-stop every single it's just ganks it's all ganks you only see huge huge amounts of one side and small amounts of the other side you never see even even like numbers and if you want like proper pvp balanced pvp you have to go into the fucking battlegrounds hmm. i think that's garbage i think it's shit I want to, like, um, I was in it. I was lured in by the promise of world PvP, but they haven't balanced it correctly. They, they need to, like, lock off uh, raids, like, raid numbers to be, like, 20, I think. Right, and I know that's counterintuitive to a lot of people, but it seems like they're only capable of, like, create because of the way the servers work, 
right? Now, you know, everyone gets zoned in together regardless of what server they're on, technically. Um, so you'll be zoned in with, like, people who are on Frostmourne and Bartholus and all that kind of stuff, um, regardless of what, like, I'm on Dathroma. So, like, I shouldn't be seeing these people, but because they've got their instancing and all that kind of stuff, um, yeah, I can. Uh, it seems like, like, once you get more than 25 or so people in a raid group. Um, it just, it stops bringing in players from the other team um, because I guess the servers have player limits or something. Like the instances have player limits and so they're trying not to overwhelm it. So the only way that they, you'd see even numbers is I think if you capped it at 20, if you capped a raid at 20 and like... I don't see why why it would be like. I don't think it would be that bad a thing to be honest to have world raids capped at twenty and then just go to the fucking to the raid location and then you can can lift twenty five or uh, like do do something like that cap it at ten and cap the amount of raids in a from one team to two or something like that right and then allow people in the raid zone to actually lift to the full 25. I don't think that would be a huge problem, right? Um, I think it's the only way they solve it. It's the only way that world PvP winds up working. Because as as it is, like, apart from this morning, I was playing a bit this morning, uh, and we, like, the, I was actually having a good time in world PvP, um, we, I, I think just, there just wasn't a lot of people playing. And so you didn't have that critical massacre. Hmm. And so it seemed like it was about 10 on 10, uh, 10 horde versus 10 alliance. And we were just like, it was just, it was good fun. Like you just roll around and fuck people up and there were big fights and they, were, they took a while and stuff like that. Um, I got yelled at by some, by the, our party leader, our raid leader um, for not showing up. I'm here, I'm standing there fucking ripping into a priest and a warlock at the same time on my own. I, like, hit them up. I'm like, oh, yeah, on me, on me. And then I'm ripping into them. And they've responded with, oh, you're too far away, DK. Come to us. I'm like, yeah, no, they're on me? I'm in a fucking battle, dickheads. Uh, So I'm fighting a priest and a warlock at the same time, and apparently they got jumped. Uh, The rest of the the group got jumped. And uh, they're like, DK, you're supposed to fucking come to us and help? And I'm like, I'm, I'm like 1v2 at the moment, motherfuckers. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here, cunts? Like, I can't just up and up sticks and leave. Do you want me to die and res and come help or some shit? Hmm. Ridiculous. Uh, but apart from that, uh, it's pretty good. It's good fun. Um, yeah. That's the only, like, it seems like the only time to get good PvP is early in the morning when there isn't enough numbers to reach that critical mass number that sort of fucks it. I'm just, I just don't, like, I feel like I don't know what I'm supposed to do, though. Like, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to raid. I, I don't have a guild. If I look at my World of Warcraft, like, player list on Battle.net, like, almost everyone I have playing, and I've got, like, two dozen people playing. Like, I, I would say... You couldn't even make a full, like, dungeon group hmm. out of people on the same fucking server. So it's not like I could just slot into someone else's guild to get that endgame experience. Uh, 
random group finding is 30 minutes for a DPS, apparently. It's faster than a queue of the fucking battlegrounds, which is ridiculous. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. I've been playing the fucking auction house, God forbid. I made a bit of money, but like, yeah. Just You're supposed, supposed to start, start from, from one. There's, it, Again, it, it doesn't seem like it's a, like there's anything in it if you don't have a guild and aren't like looking to raid all the time. And I was under the impression that they were building towards giving like incentivizing people to do more in the world as opposed to in these raid instances, but it's it doesn't seem like that at all. So, yeah, I'm probably done with it, to be honest. Right. <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, like, I, I do, I I really enjoyed this morning just ganking people, and I, I probably spent, like, half an hour too long, like, longer than I should have continuing to gank people, but... Yeah. Are you, you on an Australian, Australian server? Yeah, Death from Mars and Oceanic servers. Okay. Yeah. Right. I don't know, man. I'm not switching servers though, because you've got to pay so fucking much money. That's ridiculous. I feel like, like you know somebody. You could probably get it done. Nah. I'm not hitting them up and then bailing a week later. It's ridiculous. Um yeah. You could compare, compare it to, to the Uelda Tanks transfer and then do a story on it. That'd, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Um like the other thing though, the the one thing I didn't mention, uh they well, World of Warcraft had like a, a party that yep. I went to. Yep. And they did a video about it. No, I'm in the video. It's pretty Ooh. Yeah. One Fancy. Of the, one of the cool celebrities that had at their party. Right. I don't think, I don't think that's what, what I'm doing there. I think they just had a, a pitch, uh, a good spot of a dude wearing one of their horde scarves. And so they wanted to use it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, hmm. Did, did, did I, I tell, tell you that I was in the QuakeCon keynote video? You did. Oh, Watch okay. an esports. Watch an esports. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nate, Nate was in there as well. You can see Nate's Nate head. head. Classic. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, I was playing World of Warcraft too. Yeah, yeah I, was I was playing, playing a little bit of it. Um, we jump back, back in and then and then realize that uh, <laughs> we haven't actually hit the level cap of 100. It was 110. Um, but like we we picked up and I was just like, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. Um, yeah. Because what they do is they always reset the talents when you um, whenever they do like a big update, and so I had to. I basically just looked up like on Wowhead the DPS for a fucking uh, panda monk um, and what I should be using, and it was pretty similar to my keys. Like there was probably four or five things on my hotbar that were like not in existence anymore. Um, I think two of them were, were spells. Uh, but otherwise, like, I jumped back in, you know, muscle memory sort of kicked back in and I knew my, um, sort of what I should be pressing, which is interesting because I haven't played it for, what, nearly a year and a half, two years, um, since the last expansion. Um, yeah, and, and the other things that kind of disappeared were artifacts, it looks like I ditched them, so some of those buttons are missing, but yeah, it was pretty easy to jump back in and instantly pretty much remembered exactly what quest I was on and where I was doing what I was doing as soon as I I got my bearings um so yeah it's I haven't played a lot maybe like an hour that's about it so far but it's um yeah it's I don't really know what to save it yet because I'm not actually at that new part I'm still 
trying to get through whatever the last expansion was called. I don't even remember anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get, get I'll get through it. Oh, like I've been thinking about starting level one again, but oh, maybe what? maybe some oh, other time. That seems dangerous, dangerous. right? That's <laughs> yeah, it seems dangerous. So, I don't know. and I've got a I've got an Elder Scrolls uh, online coupon here for um for the one of the updates, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should jump into that again. What? But yeah, I don't know. They don't have a strength service, so I don't know. Maybe. I did enjoy it when I played it a while back, but whatever's. So yeah, I don't know. I'll definitely talk about it a bit more once I get some more time into the game. But at the moment, there's not too much to say other than that they reset my my hotbar, and that's uh, that's always fun. Yep. Cool. Cool. Uh, what else you got? Uh, Dead cells. I played a little bit more Dead cells. I jumped right right in after you guys have been talking about it. Um, and when I went to QuakeCon, like Nate had it on his Switch and, and yeah, one of the YouTubers was like obsessed with it. Because at that stage, the game had only um, like just come out in full release and it was the thing that everyone was talking about. Like, this game's really good. And I'm like, I know it's really fucking good. I told everybody a year and a half ago it was really good. I discovered it, motherfuckers. Yeah, it was me. I was on like, you were, I'm, I'm the hipster in this situation. I was first. Um... Yeah, man, it's really interesting to see how much that game has changed, like, over the the course of the last year and a half, how different, like, even some of the basic mechanics of things like leveling up your weapons, and, like, that is pretty much non-existent anymore. Um, they've got, like, a reforge system in there, in there yeah. now where you sort of rebalance your stats, the, the same sort of thing that, like, uh, World of Warcraft or Diablo has, where you, um, is it Transmorg? No, Transmorg is... Transmorg. Oh, yeah, is that when you rebalance stats or just is that uh, cosmetic? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway, anyway, you, you just, just like, like you re-roll, re-roll the, the dice, dice and it gives you different stats. That's, that's kind of where they went with it as opposed to being like, hey, now you level up your gear. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I, jumped I jumped through a lot of that. I got to the... I finally got to the second boss and the third boss, um, which I beat the second one. Um... No, oh, sorry, I haven't got to the third boss. I'm at like a fucking, I don't know, cathedral-looking place. Yeah. Like, it's all giant big dudes that just go ham. Um, I've gotten to that place like two times, I think. And I was like, well, all right, fair enough. Uh, it takes a while to get there, like a good 40-minute play, play session. I, I, like, I take my time, like going through all the bits and pieces in the map and like clearing everything out and then getting all the cells and then leveling up, uh, like getting different gear. Um, I'm not really doing the speed run thing where you just blast through it. So yeah, I've been sort of just playing like one session every couple of days and have a bit of fun when I get some free time. Um, so I'll probably continue to keep doing that. It's good though. There's some, some good stuff in there. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm curious to see like how they continue to update that. Um, cause there's like, like things in there I haven't touched yet. Like the chart, the daily challenges. Um, there are things in the environment that I still don't know what the fuck they do. Um, like the doors and like weird symbols on the floors. I'm guessing that's all like end game stuff that maybe comes into like new game plus mode. But yeah, it's really interesting things that are going on in that game. So yeah, check it out if you haven't played it. Did you play more? 
No, I haven't played it no. since uh, it officially launched. Um, yeah. You finished uh, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I haven't done, like, I've finished it once, but you got, you're like, you got to go further. Yeah, it's like, you're like the, yeah, the yeah, stuff afterwards. Yeah. I haven't done any of that. Wow. Uh, I don't know if, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely get back in. Cool. I don't know if I'm going to play on PC or Switch. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel like, like I've heard the Switch version's all right. Like, it's a decent port. Um, I think the controls... Yeah, maybe the controls are a bit... But, like, it's, you know, if you've got it on PC and you want it as, like, something to take with you on the go and you don't have, like, a, I don't know, portable laptop or something, then, yeah, it's probably a pretty good solution. Um... The only game I played was Transference. Um, This is a demo that released on uh, PlayStation Network the other day. Um, And this is Elijah Wood's company's new game. It is a... From what I can tell, it's like a walking simulator mixed with... uh, Like a... It seems like a PT... It's got this PT vibe. um, But like a science fiction-y maybe type thing that's happening. Not 100% sure. Uh, Even after playing the demo, I'm not really sure what is going on other than I get an idea for the types of things they're going for um, you basically start off in a house and you're jumping between two timelines and it's trying to tell you this uh, this story about kind of what's happened in this house um, and you're exploring the environment picking up objects um, and sort of solving puzzles um, so like, like you 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 end up finding like oh there's a there's a bunch of pictures over here on this wall and one of them is missing, and you've got to go find the picture frame and and put it back in place and that kind of eventually triggers like the next part of the puzzle and then things in the environment start changing and yeah all these other bits and pieces start sort of falling into place. Um, it definitely feels like it's built for VR because you were talking about this the other day when we were when we mentioned it. Um, I think it'd be really interesting in VR. It's the demo on PSN is a bit slow. Like you can't change your um, your sensitivity, and it just takes so long to look around. And I don't know if that's intentional, because um, there is no settings menu. You press the options button and nothing happens. And I don't know if that's something that they're going for with the entire full game, but that was something that was quite annoying because I tried to look around and it just took so long. <laughs> it just took so long to look everywhere. Um, and yeah. he walks really fucking slow because it's a walking simulator. Um, of course. But, like, like it, it seems, seems like, like they, they've, they've got, got some interesting ideas. It's not like... It's not, not the, the same, same type of style of, as Gone Home where you're just walking around yeah. looking at things. Like, it's there's actually, actually some puzzly stuff that's happening mixed with, like, the weird shit that happens in PT of, like, like environments changing um, and you seeing things in the world. Um, so, yeah, yeah. it's... It's got like, like a bit more of a sci-fi fantasy horror vibe going in it, um, which, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like I need to see more of the game and then get an idea of like what, how long it is and then what their price tag is before I'm like, yeah, okay, this is something I definitely check out. Because um, if they came out and were like, it's a four hour game and it's 60 bucks or, or 100 bucks, I'd be like, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, That's good. Yeah. I think. But, like, like it, it seems, seems like, like an interesting concept. I just don't know what else that game is, like, what they're going for, and is it just going to be entirely uh, walking around this house, or is there, like, more to it? 
Um, it sounds like from the description, this is kind of like a separate part of the game, like something they've made separate from it, like it's a prequel yeah. or something like that. Um, which to me, like, it doesn't even tell me. I don't know if I'm supposed to play it again or something. I just kind of finished it. <laughs> and the credits started rolling and I was like that literally took me fucking like eight minutes to do um, so yeah and I felt like I looked at everything um, you know how like PT had that thing where you'd finish it and then it turns out not really it was like 20 hours long uh, yeah I don't know if it does that but I was too busy with other shit so maybe I need to look into a bit more but I felt like I'd seen everything I needed to in the house yeah it, like, like it's, it's really, really small. It was like, like two rooms, I think, three rooms. Right. It wasn't wasn't huge. Like my old apartment. Ah, got him. Yeah, <laughs> bigger. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, well, I, guess I guess we'll see a bit more about that at some stage. Uh, maybe they'll get Elijah out here and he can run us through it. That'd be good. I just ask him questions about Maniac. What's Maniac? It's a TV show. Movie. Oh, okay. That fucking loony movie where he fucks a mannequin. I watched it on a plane and I should not have. Yeah, next to some kids? <laughs> no, not next to kids, but I still shouldn't have. I shouldn't have watched it anywhere where anyone could ever see some shit. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some esports? Let's do it. Um, what do you want to talk about first? Rainbow? Rainbow. Uh, I, I think we mentioned a bit of it last week. Um, but at this stage, had the main event started... Fuck, I don't remember. Anyway, main, main event, event happened. happened. Um, Nate was there. He said that uh, the commentators were speaking in the local language, which made it a bit hard for them to, um, I guess, for the guys that weren't as familiar with the game to really understand what was going on. Because, like, I guess for Nate, it's no issues other than, like, maybe meta stuff. would be a bit weird. Um because it was played in Paris right? Paris so yep. it was all in French it's all in French so yeah, yeah. that was a bit uh, bit weird because um, when we did it in Montreal I'm pretty sure it was in English I feel like it was in English yeah it definitely was that would make sense that would make sense yeah um, so yeah, yeah man like, like I, watched I watched a bunch, a bunch of it it just ended up basically being a replay of, of <laughs> the Invitational. Invitational right from March same two teams yeah that's that's never the best thing is it like you don't want it to just wind up feeling like it's always going to be the same two teams um I sort of I sort of switched off I like I, I didn't even bother once I saw where it got to to that I was like uh, whatever I just yeah I don't know I just didn't find it that interesting like it wasn't, it wasn't a challenging, challenging fight, fight either. Like, G, it was G two versus EG in the final, and it was three zero. But even then, like, <laughs> it was yeah, it was a stomping. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's not a good thing. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought it was kind of dull. I actually like we've spoken shit tons about Rainbow, and like, I don't know, I'm pretty, like, I'm well about that game. Um, I don't know how they fix it. I don't know how they make it more interesting and exciting. Well, I, I think it comes down to it's something I talked about. Like the, I think they need to change the way they do their formatting of these games. Like the whole, 
the group stage of like, all right, we're eliminating half of the team from the group group stage and everybody doesn't play each other. Like it's this yeah. weird format where everybody plays like, I think it's, they play one team and then they play another team, like depending on who won that, that game. And then if you lose the second game, you're out. It's like you played the first game, it's random. And then that's kind of decides the formats of the next couple. It's not like this round robin thing. Um, so you, it's possible that you may not end up with the best teams in the groups and then they split up the groups so that like that like they're all mixed up it's not like a like the way that dota does it or something like that where everybody plays each other at least once then there's like a proper seating format and then like it's it ends up being like one versus four or things like that um like they all get split up but this format is just i don't think it works properly that ends like I can't remember if we spoke about it this last week, but the the side swapping yeah. situation I think really hurts the format. Like I I absolutely think they need to have teams swap each round. Um because having them play Five one straight. side yeah. yeah and then switch is just it's just not not a good fucking format. I think it inherently disadvantages one side uh depending on the map and any any i like any fucking claim that you can make a balanced map is just in like utter insanity it cannot happen it is literally impossible hmm. so doing it that way yeah the only reason it works in counter-strike is because they have so many fucking rounds that ran like not randomness but like you are able to like make up for um the imbalance of a map over enough time it just can't happen in five fucking rounds yeah because this, this one, one is, is um they've, they've gone, gone to a format of like five, five straight three. rounds on attack yeah. and then you switch to defense um and it's the first to six so <laughs> like, like if you get, get that, that momentum, momentum. Yeah. um and it's not that great in, and momentum is critical in literally every fucking game ever so yeah yeah, yeah. And and like, like you, you end up in situations like, where, um, I, I guess, guess what, what happened, happened in the final, right? It was like a stomping. It was yeah. six two, six two, six two, <laughs> all, all three, three rounds. rounds. Like G two just went ham on everything that they did. They did just yeah, they went nuts. And like, not to take anything away. Like I'm not saying that a team only won because of the format, right? I'm not taking anything away from the teams who played their best and, like, worked really hard to win, right? Like, it's just, yeah, momentum's fucking everything. Everyone knows momentum's everything. In every fucking sport ever, momentum is just so fucking critical. So I just don't know how they fucking figure they can they can do this format. Just, it will not work. Yeah, I think they need to change it. Um to either like alternate every round or maybe every second round maybe two attacks and then two defense and then go back again or, yeah. or like a um i don't know man like a basketball format of three three one 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 something like that would be interesting or ha- sorry what's basketball that, two, two. Be, yeah two two but yeah two, that two, would be interesting that would be interesting but i think just go back to one 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 like just do it fucking switch every round i don't I don't think fucking with the format adds enough 
to make it quite more valuable than the momentum. Yeah. Like, what's the reasoning behind it? Is it strategies or... Mate, you're the one who went to fucking Canada. But yeah, I, 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 this wasn't in place when I went there. This was this is a. But they thing. announced that it was going to happen, right? Didn't they? Um. Uh, yeah. This was like a thing they talked about. In in their like, this is how we're changing these sports. I didn't fucking ask them about that though, because I don't know. I think I think it was maybe after my interviews. I can't remember. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think I remember. Like, I definitely remember us all discussing it in our Facebook chats. Like while you guys were over there, I definitely remember discussing it. But I think, if I recall correctly, you weren't able to ask about it because it was after you'd already talked to the to the team. Um, yeah, still, Ugh. yeah, no, not ideal. No. Anyway, um, to, but we, we I, I guess, guess we want to talk about it briefly because I, I can't again. I can't remember if we mentioned it last week. Let me just check. I can't see the news. Um, new operators, they went right. into a bit more detail about them. I guess. Yep. Um, one will one will be a, an, a defender with a shield. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a like a see through shield, and on the out like it's kind of like Monty's shield, like the same sort of format. It it's like this curvature. Um, like it goes around the body as opposed to being like a flat shield in front of them. Yeah. And uh, it's got these like ele- electrical wires on the front that can shock people um, and it slows them down and does a little bit of damage. Which is, yeah, interesting because it's the first time that we've got a defender with a shield because all the shields are usually attackers. Um, so there could be well, some... Exclusively attackers, I guess. Yeah. With the exception of Tachunka's... Half half shield on his mounted weapon. Yeah, or the ones you can deploy in the game. Yeah. Um, portable shields, I guess, or personal shields. Yeah. Yeah, um, could be interesting. Yeah, uh, like, it, it looks pretty cool. I probably won't play as it. It seems a little too passive for me. It'd require a bit, like, I think it, it will require a lot of teamwork. Yeah. Like a lot of active teamwork, and you just can't really rely on fucking team members. Um, it's an esports uh, operator. Yeah, yeah, and I think from that perspective, it'll be very interesting to see how it's implemented, um, or if it even is implemented. You know, like maybe they just they never really see the fucking viability. Yeah, maybe, maybe they end up nerfing that uh, the shock because I think that's the big thing, right? Maybe. Oh really? I thought it was like. Seems to, seems to slow them down quite a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the other one? Yeah, the other one has a is an attacker with a blowtorch. Um, I was under the impression that it was an unlimited blowtorch that had a cooldown, but it, it doesn't look like it. It's got charges or, or um, like canisters. And... Right. Uh, you can use them to, or you can use the, the attacking operator to make holes in fortified objects or in walls to crawl through, but it seems like that's going to use up most of your um, your ammo for this thing. It's it's more to be used for like creating peepholes um, in, in fortified structures or walls and then like shooting through them because it's supposed to be really silent. So uh, like surprise holes. <laughs> yeah, like... So here, Nate tell it, it's like crazy quiet, way too quiet. And uh, 
and it's like just wildly overpowered OP, like crazy OP. Um, so yeah, um, the only cool thing I heard, like the really cool thing I heard from Nate was that uh, apparently you can draw a circle and the middle will fall out. Yep. Which is, I think, really rad. You didn't uh, see all the people drawing dicks everywhere? I did. I, yeah, yeah, I saw a lot of dicks. Yeah. Um, just obviously, obviously. That's what you, you want. You got to do that. Uh, but there should be a hotkey for it. There should be. It's true. Um, yeah, apart from that, um, yeah, it does seem pretty crazy how good it is uh the like the silence the the how silent it is and how quickly it does it and the fact that it does it regardless of any fucking nearby operators means that it's it's got to be hard to fucking deal with um because yeah you get that 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 person and the fucking um the shield on the gun gun blackbeard mm. fuck me those two would be monsters could you imagine on fucking on the garage on house? Yeah. Like just a tiny little hole and just like have glass all the way up the back, have Blackbeard stand in front, spot shit out and draw people to take some shots at the shield, put in some damage himself, and then glass comes in and fucking pops every cunt. Like that'd be ludicrous. People... Yeah, I don't know. Just, it just seems like they might have... Uh, yeah, they might uh, open proceedings a little bit imbalanced on this one. I'll have to wind it back. Make it like make it jammed by mute. It's apparently got literally no counter. Yeah, like I get the the bandits don't work. That's fine. I'm okay with it. But like, yeah, make it make mute jam it, and at least at least then you need Thatcher to do something, right? Apparently, Thatcher's been nerfed. Thatcher, yeah. Yeah, Thatcher's getting nerfed. Did you see that as well? No. So his grenades will only disable things for a time now. Oh. Destroy shit. That's That's terrible. That's fucking nuts. That is nuts. That is completely nuts. Um, Yeah, apparently they didn't like that it was inconsistent across the the, the games. I don't know. Fuck me. That's some crazy shit. Uh, Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, Rainbow. I'm, I'm excited for these new operators. I'm definitely keen to play it some more. I just didn't think the six major was a, t- a success, to be honest. Yeah, right. From a, a spectator point of view. Yeah. Um, fair enough. I, I, I think. Yeah, man. Like the map selections. I'm a big fan of border. I like watching that map. I fucking hate watching bank now. Like, oh. they're, like, like they, they need to do something about that, that downstairs, downstairs vault. Mm. It's just so boring watching that vault room. Like, it's just the same shit over and over again of, like, there's one way into that room and everybody just backwards plants whatever the fuck it is. Like, that's not fun to watch. They they need to rework that downstairs for sure. Because um, that seems like that was a map that <laughs> saw fucking a lot. Or, like, it was one of, like, the most one of the most uh, banned maps like people just didn't want to play it but I just seemed like I saw it every time I saw it it was just so boring to watch that part Border fucking is really fun to watch I feel like like there's a lot lot of cool stuff going on that Um, 
Consulate's really fun as well. I like watching Consulate. Yeah. And, um, yeah, what else is there? Like, didn't see any of the new stuff, which is a bit disappointing. Um, yeah. Like, the Italian, uh, vineyard. I can't remember what it's called. But that was, yeah, that was something I didn't really see. I don't think I watched any games. So the ones I watched were disappointing because I'd like to see how that is in competitive. And I guess that's the thing, right? Everybody knows the, uh, the old shit and that's the one that's what they want to play so yeah sure yeah anyway um and i'm not sure about operators like seems like lion's still pretty pretty well picked um yeah saw a lot of lion seems like mirror was getting banned quite a lot in there mirror was like auto ban eh? yeah a lot like valk was getting sort of a bit of both a bit of both action sometimes they'd ban her sometimes they'd let her through and then yeah. just like run a um, like a run a vigil or something like that as well alongside it. No, because he's on the other team. I, I'm not sure what I'm IQ. saying. IQ. Yeah, yeah IQ. IQ. Um, that was basically the only time I saw IQ was when Valk didn't get banned. Yeah. So I don't know. I see. I feel like I didn't see as much blitz like this time because that was something that was going on a lot during G2's sort of run. On the final, like, they pulled out this blitz. Sorry, no, that was during the Australian one. Like, this blitz got played and just got fucking... It was just smashing people. Um, yeah. But again, yeah, like, maybe I just didn't watch enough games. I felt like I saw a, a decent amount, but yeah. Different matters in different regions, so... I don't know, man. Like, I feel like it's it's got some, some work to do. We've got, like, what, one more set of operators at the end of this year after these new ones. Um, and then I guess we'll get a look at their roadmap for next year and sort of what they're going to be doing with the uh, the reworks. They showed off some Hereford, new Hereford, which looks really interesting. Um, they put like two staircases in there. Yeah, it looks awesome. A um, couple extra sites. Um, I didn't see what... I can't remember what they're reworking next. Did you Do you recall? Uh, I know, but I think what it's did they have records. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Well, let's not say it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's uh, I enjoyed bits of it, but not as much as um, the Invitational. Yeah. Um, speaking of something that sounds almost like Invitational, the International. The International. Twenty eighteen. It's on. Right yeah, now. it's on right now. We... No, I think it finished. No spoilers. I've I've watched one game today. <laughs> <laughs> or one series that's it right do you want to talk about some of the stuff that's been happening sure let's do it yeah Go. start from the, the front like did you watch any opening ceremony or kind of how that went down no no you didn't see no gate gut uh no I was um moving house and stuff so, right uh yeah it didn't really gel up with uh timing wise and also um I've been watching on delay and jumping about through shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I didn't see any, any of that. Um, I did sort of get caught up on a bunch of stuff later, but largely no idea. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not an international, international without Gabe coming out in his thongs. It's true. And introducing it, which is what he did, uh, yeah, which is cool. They've... Um, yeah, man, yeah, like, like it's it's in uh, Canada this year. They they couldn't get into Seattle. They were revamping the stadium, so they've they switched um, with switched countries. 
Yep. Uh, Bulldog had some trouble getting in. They made Gabe made a joke about it. Um, he did. He was supposed to be one of the analysts, and he couldn't get a visa in time. Yep. Uh, which was or not in time. I don't think he can get one at all. Yeah, he's. Yeah, let me have like an arrest record or some shit. Yeah, something like that. He's, he's a bit of a dickhead out here when he was younger. Yeah. Well, well not that's changed. Um, Ooh, snap. snap. Fucking got him. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like, like some really good games. games. Like, like a, a lot of good stuff. stuff. Yeah. There was, I think, one of the most interesting ones that I've watched was VP and LGD was a good game. Game one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember you messaged me. Yeah. Um, they were, like, smashing. I think they had, like, a huge lead the entire game. And then they, like, lost a team fight. <laughs> that was it. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened there, but that was pretty insane. And that was also something that happened, like, on the um, Mineski versus TNC. It was a best of one uh, losers bracket um, final. And oh, yeah. TNC, so they're a... Uh, uh, I think a Southeast Asia team. Um, and they had a 20,000K lead with 20 kills in front. And um, they were basically like at their front doorsteps about to take down a tower. And um, Mineski had a Shadow Fiend who found a fucking rune at, at like the top river and came in from behind while I think smoked or invis, probably invis. Um, mm. and then just fucking started shredding into people and like they wiped the entire team and um, or not the entire team I think they wiped like three people but they wiped like three fucking carries and that was it like they, they couldn't do anything else like they had no they fucked up like completely and that game I think they were on like a 94% chance of losing that game and they like turned it around and just fucking smashed it that was, that was such, such a good, good game, game to watch. Did you watch that one? I think I told you to watch uh, it. I did not. Oh, no, so I didn't. I, I only watched of the best of ones. I only watched um, newbies game um, versus Windstrike. Okay, yeah. How'd that go? Not well for newbie. <laughs> um, it's like that was actually a really even game, and it seemed like it dragged on forever. But. Um, yeah, it just seemed like the, the longer it went on, the less of a chance UV had of pulling it out until inevitably they lost. Um, yeah. It was, it was disappointing. But yeah. What do you do, right? One of the Australians is out. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, like, like, I, feel I feel like, like we're, we're definitely, definitely past, past that, that point, point now, now where you can, or like, like the joke a couple of years back was you'd be like, I, I can, can tell, tell who's going to win this game in the first five I, minutes. Like yeah, that—that's that's pretty much beat. That's gone out the window because they've—they've definitely killed the snowball effect of like if a team gets in front, they can't just keep stomping everyone. It, yeah. It's kind of like the same momentum in um like a sports game like basketball or something like that. You can have a player just go off and bring the game back. It's not like oh they're up by fifteen points. That's it. The game's over. It's like no, there's still another you know twelve minutes left and anything can happen. Um. Which is kind of good. I feel like that's what you need in these types of games. And that was always a problem I had with League, like watching that. It just seemed like, and I don't know if they've changed it, but it would be like that same sort of effect where once a team gets in front, it was pretty hard to come back because you'd end up killing like the Baron and then you've got like your your um, your creeps are like they're buffed and it's just like this momentum that would be going and you couldn't really deal with it. 
Um, yeah. I, I don't know if that's changed, but Dota had like the similar thing where once players got really farmed and like over leveled, then you, it was really hard for them to come back. Um, but that's yeah, been completely reworked over the last like two years, and yeah, it makes I think for better games to watch, you've got to be really careful about team fights. You can't just run in and hope you you win a fight. Like if if you lose a fight and then lose a second fight almost immediately, that's pretty bad for your for your team yeah yeah and like I, I think the other changes that made have made it more exciting as well like a lot of the like it's such a fucking it's a fucking slog fest now hey eh? like a lot of kills yeah fuck tons of kills uh which is cool you know why that is um i think it's because they changed the way the buyback system works right um they're and now incentivizing teams to to jump back in like early game and buy back and then go straight back into a fight. Um, I, I believe what used to happen before was you'd you'd jump in and you'd get like a gold decrease. Like you couldn't earn gold if you did anything if you bought back. It would just mean that you would wiping out players. I think they've gotten rid of that now. Like that's not there anymore. So you get gold. You're incentivized to to buy back and jump back into a fight. Um, yeah, I think that's what's what, kind of causing it. Seeing a lot of buybacks in games, well, early, early game at least, late, late game, game it's very strategic still. Um, um, and also, I'm, I'm, I'm saying all the shit as somebody who hasn't played in <laughs> like ten months. Hello. I ate curry sausages for lunch, and I'll tell you what, my needs to live through. Fuck. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so as someone who hasn't played in a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit out of the loop in terms of the matter and what's sort of going on, but I, can, like, I still watch it all the time, once in a while, but the nitty, like, nitty-gritty stuff, I'm like, oh, I don't really know the rule sets of like why this has changed and why it's sort of going on, but yeah. 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 Um, so what, what, are, what other good games have there been? Uh, OG versus EG upper bracket semi-final was pretty like, good insane pretty, pretty fucking good insane uh, that was amazing that was such a good fucking series uh, like the stuff around it as well like even if it didn't have the the whole fucking OG betrayal stuff oh, yeah. it was still a fucking really good series like it could have gone either way for either team at any time uh and like games two and three in both series uh, in that series were are both like I think defined by the crazy comebacks that uh, both teams put together. Yeah, man. like but then you add in this whole fucking this narrative hotel thing, and it's just yeah, it's just some shit. Like there is some hardcore bad blood in there. And uh, yeah, they like they're just not happy with each other. Yeah, I, I think so. Basically, what happened? I'm not 100 percent like sure, like caught up to all the the gossip. But it sounds like um, so Anna took a, a like a year break off of Dota. Anna's one of or was considered like one of the best Dota players in the world. Um, he took a break last end of last year, like just after the international. Um, and they had a bunch of people come in and, and play. And then uh, Fly ended up leaving for 
Evil Geniuses, and so did S4. Yeah. Um, so they, they both, both went across to EG, and and they'll basically left with all right. We need two more players, so they ended up getting um, Anna out of retirement, or <laughs> his break. And then I believe that the other guy who's I think is at position five now is like a coach. Uh, Seb. Yeah, wasn't he a coach at one stage? Yes. Yeah, he was their coach for oh, okay. like ages, right? Right. So he's fucking mad. Or Seven King Mad, or whatever the fuck he's supposed to say his name. But he's been their coach for like fucking ages. Yep. And then they got Topson, uh, who's some fucking, apparently like he's a pub superstar pub or some shit. Yep. And uh, yeah, so it was basically just like Jerax, No Tail, and their coach. Putting together a team. <laughs> recruited out of nothing. Yeah, well, they, they recruited, recruded Anna. That's the plan for a year. Out of nothing. And yeah, so they recruited, yeah, the fucking, the guy who hasn't played for a year and a, and a pub superstar. Yeah. And, uh, but like on top of the, all of that, like the word is like Fly and S4 like left without discussing it with the team at all. They just like fucking up sticks and ditched. Yeah. And, and this, this is, is like, like two months out, two or three months out of the international. <laughs> yeah. And like right before some other major or some shit. And so like, OG, we're just fucked. Yeah. Well, well the, the thing is like everything's based off a point system now, whereas it's not how good is your team. It's how good are the players in your team. And they like tally points together depending on who leaves and whatnot. So, like, it doesn't matter how good a team is. If, like, a bunch of people end up leaving and going somewhere else, they kind of take their points with them. And so, like, OG needed to um, go through qualifiers, I believe, to get in, right? They did, yeah. They had to go through the qualifiers. Yeah. And, like, on top of that, like, Fly was, like, he's a he founded the team. Yeah. He was, like, a founder of the team, and he, like, deep-dicked his own team, like the team he created <laughs> to go chase whatever the fuck at EG. Just lunacy, like utter lunacy. And so now there's some hardcore bad blood. Yeah. Yeah. But the, um, so like even without that, the games were freaking like really close games, like all three. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like game two, it looked like OG was just going to fucking clomp all over them and EG managed to drag it back and was awesome. It was a really good comeback. And then in game three, the reverse, like, uh, um, Tiny, I was whining at you about Tiny on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, I still, why think, is he like, so I still think it's fucked. Like, I still do think it's fucked. Yeah. He had 20, 21 kills in 21 minutes or something. Like, that's just... Samaya was on him, yeah. Yeah. And so, so, what, what happens, happens is he's basically... He starts off and he, he hits, like, a truck, man. He's, like... He does a lot of damage, um, but he's slow. And at the same time, he's got this, like, stun effect where he throws out, uh, like, boulders at people, um, which stuns them, which does a lot of damage. And then he's got a throw as well where you can throw either the person that you're attacking or you can throw someone else at the person you're attacking and there's this whole like depending on what you do it depends on how much damage is done there um, so like early game he does like a lot of burst damage and you kind of combine him with somebody else and you get a lot of kills and he snowballs and then his ultimate 
uh, it, it still works the same way as it did a year ago, ago which I, I'm pretty sure it's changed because I've seen him run around with a tree. Um, it just makes, makes him stronger, stronger, like it buffs him up and he hits even harder. So, so the, the idea, idea is, is to get, get items that either make you like crit or um, there's like an echo saber. What, what an echo saber does is it makes you hit, it makes you melee twice, like really fucking quickly. Like it's like a double hit and then it's got like a cooldown. Um, so if you're doing like 250 damage, which is quite a lot, but you do that twice. So now you're doing 500, 600 damage plus the stun plus the throw. You're like you're bursting people for like a thousand damage really early on the game. And that's yeah, kind of how he gets that steamroll. Um, and if you don't manage it, it can be quite hard to get under control. And that, that's kind of what you saw until the late game when you had an even harder carry sort of come out. Um, well, it seemed like OG were like based on the commentary. I feel I feel like this is why I like to I prefer to watch it in Dota, but I've been watching on Twitch so I can get some work done while I'm watching. Um, I f- like I feel like you there's just there's ways that I could get information if I was able to access said inf- said information like I feel like I can't see what level uh players are at I need a like quicker way to be able to see that I feel like on one of like it seems like there's always two sets of um hero portraits on the screen at all times they're either they've either got like the well, there's always the top bar of portraits, yeah. right? And then it seems like they've got, like, gold or uh, XP on the cool. left-hand side. Yeah. Um, and so it seems like they've always got two. And I feel like they could use that to their advantage to show what level everyone is. Yeah. Because it seems like the only time you get to see it is when they're actually fighting like, on a player yeah and or yeah or if they're actually clustered together and i'd love to be able to really quickly glance it's just a like an amount of information that i think would be really helpful Mm. i think think the the reasoning reasoning behind behind that is that yeah you've you've got got the the number that's on the screen when you clicked on somebody you've also got got it like on the screen when you can see the hero running around the the map um but like the the hero levels aren't as important as like the amount of gold that you've got that's sort of what determines um like how far in front a player is but you can see that gold yeah Yeah, no that's what i'm saying saying. is that 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 graph on the left left, that that can can be changed changed to display what you're talking about like the hero levels but they don't show up because gold's like considered more important because like i I think it'd be really easy for me to understand why tiny is fucking one-shotting cunts if I can see that he's four levels in front of everyone that he's one-shotting. Like, yeah, but you'll be able, able to see because he's got his fucking net worth so high. But, I, like, no, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't translate that way, though, does it? Like, uh, his net worth was still higher than Anna's by the end of the game, and it, Anna was fucking wrecking shit. Yeah. He was a fucking wrecking ball. So, like, I, I just don't... Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I, like, like, the problem was, though, I think Anna... That... that character that he was using is who was it spectre spectre is like i feel like spectre well at least again going from my knowledge a while back is like one of the hardest carries in the game um takes a long like takes quite a long time to get sort of going um but once you do it's just like all right let's let's do this um and maybe the game just went on too long 
they weren't able to. Well, yeah, it's definitely one of the longer games, and it did, did seem like they just weren't able to do anything about him eventually. Like he was just doing whatever the fuck he wanted, um, which I guess is the reverse of what Smale was doing earlier. Yeah. Um, but like the the degree of comeback, that's another game where there was a twenty k fucking god lead on the side of EG, and they managed to and OG managed to drag it back. Yeah, not yeah. only just by kills, but just like, like farming. farming. Yeah, like, like he was just farming, farming ridiculously, just lanes, like pushing out lanes. Yeah, which is what, what Spectre does, like being able to sit um, in a lane and then like not having to be with your team because the ultimate is haunt and it basically puts up an illusion. Uh, where all the other players on the other team are and you can instantly transport yourself like over to that other illusion. So you don't have to be with your team. You can just kind of split push, which is what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, it did seem super effective. Although I did notice a couple of times, like they they pushed the middle uh, lane, sorry, the bottom lane all the way in, like to the point where, I think like they they taken the the racks right mm. the barracks, uh, but they weren't able to do anything about the middle and top because they hadn't even gotten around to like the tier two towers. <laughs> like, yeah, right. That's, that's pretty nuts. Uh, so yeah, they were pushed in all the way on one lane, and they just I think a, a whole fucking steamroll got like thwarted because they had been getting fucked in every other lane so hard uh which is pretty crazy uh but yeah it was an awesome series and yeah the at the end um, oh so funny. christ uh yeah the team shake hands at the end and uh there was there was just some some death staring some fucking yeah Bad blood. Bad blood. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, Evil Genius has got knocked down for the lower bracket. OG are now locked in, guaranteed third place. And uh, I will not talk about uh, how EG went after that because I believe you haven't watched it yet. No, I haven't, I haven't watched, watched it, but I'll tell, tell you what, what how, how fucking good, good would it be if it ended up being OG versus EG? For oh, the my God. That, that would be a story. Like, like, I feel like if you, you want to see some... some- some shit, shit like, like where, where the, the refs have fucking they've done this game like <laughs> there's a dude, dude in the background like tweaking numbers on the fly like of people <laughs> how much they can do in the game like, like to make sure that these two face <laughs> off oh yeah that'd, <laughs> that'd be a story it'd be some anime shit <laughs> yeah. yeah um i feel I like i've been reading and, and again don't try and spoil it for me, but I, I think I've been reading on um, Reddit that, like, the Chinese fans are pretty upset with the way their teams have been playing. Yeah, I've definitely seen that as well. I, I think um, Frisco was telling me. I don't know it is, but you talked about it for a bit. Yeah, it seems like... Because um, every year, it's this alternating thing of, like... It's usually, like, East versus West. Like, one year, China um, wins international, and the year after, uh, like, one of the either European teams or... Or, um, like, North America ends up winning. And it's just pretty much backwards and forwards every year. And so, last year was uh, Team Liquid from Europe. And so, like, everyone's like, oh, well, the, you know, the, the curse is in. So, China will probably do really good. And I feel like they haven't really performed as well. Um, I think LGD is, well, I, I haven't really seen what happened today. But I feel like they're kind of the last, one of the last Chinese teams that are in the... The series, as far as I'm aware? Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah. So there's one one team. Yeah. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. 
Uh, even before that, right? They were yeah. the only Chinese team left. Yeah, yeah well, well, I mean, considering that every every, days ago, every, every year, year they've got the most amount of players as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. I, I, I'd, I'd be disappointed if I was going for China, like China as well. Like, uh, I think I, I was saying it uh, after Newbie versus Winstrike. I think Newbie might be finished as a team. I wouldn't be surprised if they started to break up as a team. Um, they've been together for fucking ever. And uh, clearly it's not working anymore. They need to do something. So uh, I would be surprised if that changed. Um, and yeah, like they, how many Chinese teams made it to the upper brackets? Like one LGD. Yeah. That's it. That's not, that's not. I mean, there's still a chance that there's, they could still come out probably. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Yeah. I haven't watched it. So I don't know. Um, well, like, they're not playing today, are they? Uh, not sure. They're not. Because they're up against OG. Like, LGD's still in the fucking upper ranks. China's guaranteed third place. So, yeah, like, I don't think it's a terrible situation. I just think it's not as good as it has been previously. And I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I'm not surprised to hear that they're bummed out, I guess. Um, by the results, but yep. fucking take a page out of Australia's book and be happy with like fucking anything you see. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway um, some of the other things, things I've really liked about it is the uh, Nahaz. I'm glad they brought him back, man. I'm a huge, um, more like in basketball stats or like I love looking at stats. Um, and he was in a weird spot where they would sort of sort of bring him on sometimes to events, and then other times they just wouldn't have him there um so to have him come in like at the start of games and just talk about like raw stats it's fucking awesome like it just like where they give him like a minute i think is really cool um because i I really appreciate what he does um at all the tournaments like every year and just like reading his stuff on twitter um talking about teams and like how well heroes are doing and like you know this team's got a 60 percent chance of winning when they do this or the last like you know 20 times they've played this character this is what's happened um i think it's a really good way of expressing some of that a bit more that information because i i dig that sort of stuff a lot so that's cool i'm glad he's definitely there this year uh Sure. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't really count. <laughs> yeah. Um. They. They don't have Weatherman back, right? Uh, I don't think so. I, don't, I haven't really I haven't been watching him. anything around the fucking games, man. I literally just watched the games, except yeah. for seeing. Like, I made sure to watch the bits after the OG EG game, but otherwise, I literally only watch the games. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's doing. I only watch the draft. I hate the fucking draft. I cannot watch. I cannot be fucked watching a draft, so I skip the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the after show is a really cool idea. I think that's awesome. Um, having like an extra bit. It's, it's sort of, it reminds me of, and again, back to basketball, um, having like Shaq and Ernie and that sort of thing, like talking about the sport after the game has finished and just like talking to shit. Right. Um, I think it's, that's a really smart idea. Um, it, it seems like they've taken over like a pub next door and it's just full of Dota, Dota fans. Oh, that's, yeah, right. It looked like, Frisco might have been... Yeah, he was. that's where he was at one stage. Um, right. So I, I think, think that's, that's super smart. Uh, that's a really smart idea. Yep. Um, the Gabe announcer pack was fucking hilarious. That is hilarious. That's 
Yeah. They did this bit where it was like Slacks and Casey getting Gabe Newell to voice some lines for kills in the game. And um, and just him doing them like really blandly or just like full on straight. Um, and there was a bit like, like getting him to say triple kill, like three kills and like he wouldn't say three. He's saying, like, like, it's the one after two, but before four, like, because the whole joke of Valve doesn't release a game with a three in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and so, so this, this, this bit went on for a couple of minutes, and then, like, like, at the end, the end, they're like, this is out now. This is an actual thing. It's real. And, uh, yeah, man, it's it's pretty fucking good. I, I jumped in and played a bot match with um, the announcer pack, and there are some pretty good lines in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were, thought, you, were, you were convinced this was fake, or, like, it's seen, it's seen fake, but uh, also hilarious. Um, yeah, it's it's good. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good way. To I, I, take pitched, I pitched that they should do a uh, a Toaster London episode where uh, they get Stephen Toast to do a bunch of lines and then have some crazy mix up or whatever the fuck, and then um, release an announcer pack. Yeah. Toaster London. Have you watched Toaster London? No. No. It's hilarious. It's got that, you know, the, have you watched the IT crowd? Yep. You know, the boss, the second boss that they get? Uh, yep. You know, the fucking flowery voice dude. Okay. Yeah. It's got him and he, he does like voiceover work and it's, it's pretty fun. Right. And I reckon he'd, he'd do a good announcer pack. Anyway. Yeah. Um, did you watch any of the open AI stuff that, yeah, I was watching a bit of it. I liked GLaDOS. Yeah, so they had the voice of um, Ellen McLean, who who uh, voices GLaDOS and, and a bunch of other... Uh, GLaDOS from Portal. Um, and she also voices a bunch of characters in Dota as well. So they had her, like, commentating. Hmm. <laughs> Which yeah, is interesting, funny. right? Yeah, fuck yeah. It's hilarious. Um, she was, like... She's basically roasting the humans. Uh, and it was good. It's like uh, what was what, one of them was really good. Uh, even a stock clock is twice, uh, is right twice a day, and uh, that's not that impressive if they spend fourteen hours a day playing fairy forest fist fight or something like that. It's fucking that was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. And obviously the the AI games like the amount of stuff it seemed like the commentators were like they were just taking in all these learnings from the way that AI played. They're like, well, they've played 20 million games today, so they must know some, something. Um, like, yeah, the, the rate, like, I don't know. They're putting that Aegis on some weird, like, they put the Aegis on a support. Yeah. And then um, I think I was watching the Chinese game and the, the Chinese team went in to kill the support. And uh, it took him like forty seconds to make it happen, <laughs> and then he popped again. <laughs> yeah, and then he popped, and he's back up, and they had to do it again. And meanwhile, the AI has like pushed out all the lanes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, that's amazing. That, that makes so much sense. Yeah, because they they've got nothing out of this. <laughs> yeah, they've killed the support, and they've wasted like a minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that, that stuff is really fascinating, fascinating. Like what they're doing with that, and like what that entails for other games as well yeah yeah absolutely because they like, like they've decided, decided to do it for dota um and last, last year was obviously like they did a show match of 1v1 
um, like mid lane and it was like you have to choose the same heroes and um, you can only choose these heroes from a pool but now they've like expanded that to alright it's an actual 5 on 5 match where you've got pros versus bots and uh, and it's no longer like oh you can only pick the same heroes I mean there's a pool um, I believe but it's still like they're expanding it like that's really fascinating that's awesome and you've, you've got, got pros, pros learning from the stuff that they're doing, like you just talked about. Yeah. Um, I, like, like, I, I, just, I, I don't... don't s- the, the AI hasn't won yet. Oh, really? Yeah, I think, I think they've, like, like, they've they've probably gotten to a point now where some, maybe some people have realized, all right, what are the gimmicky things we can do to... Like that first... I saw them do a smoke gank on one of the bots because they knew that it would run through this area. And if we just sort of like gathered in a spot it'd eventually come like they're trying to think about how the bot would play that's pretty good as opposed to like last year where it was one-on-one it was just like pros getting fucking wrecked by these bots because that would just they're yeah they're good um yeah like i i think it's super interesting but the the other thing i i heard them talking about was that the bots uh have uh, and implemented delayed reaction time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have to, yeah. More human-like. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Put them on fucking... Put them on bot timing and see how that fucking rolls. See if they lose every game then. Yeah, right. That'd be interesting. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, finals are in a couple of days, and yeah, like we said, we got we got Frisco. It's been posting photos and whatnot. Yeah, looks which awesome. is cool. Yeah, super jealous. One year, jelly. one year, I'll get, get to go, go Joe. One, one year. <laughs> um, what's it worth? What's the price for that? Twenty five, one ninety six. Yeah, I think they released a new. Um, obviously, they did that fucking Gaben thing. Yeah, I don't see how that went, but. Yeah, I think they did a new. Um, When's the cutoff? Uh, I don't know. Sunday. Ooh. Or maybe, it, or maybe it runs till after the TI. I can't really remember anymore. Oh. Yeah, maybe it runs afterwards. I, I know that like the the all the pack shit that comes with it still goes on for a while. So I don't well, know. That's bullshit. I, I thought it lasted until the fucking start uh, of the main stage. Uh, I've been fucking zwad. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's, it's currently the largest price pool in esports history at 25 point whatever you just said. 196. USD. So I think okay. I'm closest in Australia. Get the fuck out. We're always doing in US, USD, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, I win. Um, you owe me, what was it, two liters of ice cream? This is not true. A kilo burrito? <laughs> a kilo burrito. A challenge? Some sort of donut? I don't know. We should do Corona. the chicken challenge at <laughs> my place. We should record a live podcast from my my new place. Mm. We can do the chicken challenge here because there's a fucking KFC around the corner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel like I'm out of practice, practice, though. I only have KFC every once in a while. I had some... Recently, when right. we went out, and it's pretty good. It was I think I've, I think I've talked about it like three times now on this show. I know, yeah, it's because <laughs> it was amazing. I'm obsessed because it was the best. <laughs> um, all right, Next. NBA 2K19. Yes, yes, we got to play a bit of this. We did. Ah. 
Yeah, it was an event on at a basketball store, basketball shoe store. That I had no idea existed. I didn't know. It is purely a basketball shop, and I did not know it existed. Like, it's 10 minutes from me, my house. It's wild. (laughs) Um, You could have been here blowing all your paychecks and basketball stuff that you could also buy cheaper online. Yeah, Um, it's nuts. Yeah, so uh, it was a good event, I thought. I mean, apart from the fact that they exclusively served Coors as the beer. Yeah. I mean, it's not an offensive beer. It's not like they were exclusively serving Carton Draft or Twee's Extra Dries or VB or something. But, like... I thought we trying to Americanize it up. Yeah, again, right? Like, I understand the, the fucking... The plan. I just... You know, let's not... It's not go so far Americaning everything up that we forget to serve some good fucking beer. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, and there was yeah. a lot of people. It was pretty packed. There was a lot of people. It was, it was pretty busy. A lot of influences, I guess. Uh, a lot of yeah, just people fucking being there. Yeah, I, I think, think someone said there was. Like people from The Bachelor there or something? I don't. Yeah. Someone was saying, oh, I recognize them from The Bachelor. I was like, how the fuck do you recognize anyone from The Bachelor? But uh, whatever. Yeah. There was, in like, like games, games media, media, there was not much. There was like four people, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Five. The important people. Five. Yeah. <laughs> you and I. Yeah. The cool <laughs> people. Uh, I had to move house the next day, so I had to take it easy on the old drinky drinks, mm. uh, which sucked. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, some consoles set up with 2K19 on them. Um, you can only be one of two teams, the Lakers or the 76ers. And uh, Luke insisted that I play as the 76ers the entire fucking time. <laughs> no. I, mean, I, thought that was, I thought that was a bit harsh, to be honest. <laughs> was it? I don't, see, I don't see why I have to be the 76ers. I'm a Lakers fan. Um, <laughs> sure thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah things could have ended ended up up differently you could have been a 76ers fan I could have been and you would have been getting fucking shredded mates as shredded as I was getting while playing as the 76ers against a LeBron led fucking Lakers team ludicrous he's he's such a hacks character such bullshit um it's good it feels good actually feels really good like um I remember last year feeling like it was a a little bit clunky and like I wasn't necessarily feeling like passes were going where I wanted the, them to and stuff like that but I I didn't like it didn't seem that way um, this time like the only time my plays felt sluggish was when I had sluggish plays which was pretty often with the 76ers uh, it wasn't so much that like they have bad plays it's just that like the good players don't apparently appear to have much stamina so they get subbed off pretty quickly and on my fucking third string roster is playing against LeBron. Uh, I'm just getting fucking shredded. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I thought it felt good. I felt, um, it, yeah, it felt good to play. And I'm excited. Like, it looks awesome as always. And yeah, I think it should be one to, to keep an eye on. Like, provided they don't fuck it to death with VC stuff. Yeah, though that like I did an interview and they played it pretty coy about that stuff, you know. Yeah, the same. Which makes me worried, uh, but I do think that 
they can't get away with it anymore. And I think 2K is savvy enough to know that. Like, I know, I think they know they went too far last year. Uh, and I think they're savvy enough to fix that. Uh, at the same time, um, some of the things that uh, uh, I was talking to the head of PR for 2K, and uh, some of the things he was saying was like, you know, you can earn VC anywhere. So it's not like you're stuck only earning uh, in the in the my career mode. Yep. But like the thing is, if I don't want to play my GM or whatever the fuck, then it doesn't matter that I can earn VC there. You know, like I, I don't. Yeah. And you're probably, probably still, still able to spend VC in my GM, right? Yeah. <laughs> something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, I could, I could make my money each day mucking out fucking toilets, but it, I don't really want to do that. So I don't make my living mucking out toilets. Right? Like, if people want to do it, do it. Like, that's cool. It's awesome that that's an option option for them. But I've gotten used to, you know, playing World of Warcraft and hating it. So. Yeah, um, I yeah, I don't know. I just don't think that they that works as a viable excuse for over monetizing the game. Hmm. So hopefully they have seen the the error of their ways and they rectify it. I'm sure they will. Yeah. I I actually honestly have faith, but yeah. Yeah, man, it felt good. I enjoyed it. It sounds, sounds like, like they they've, uh, uh, they've changed up the way defense works this year. Um, and like streaks, um, like yeah. you're getting hot. Like it used to be your guy's on fire, and now he's just a god at everything. Yeah, um, sounds, sounds like that's going to be more based off of your um, like architect type. Yeah. yeah, sorry, archetype, not architect type. Um, <laughs> of like, all right, this player is a uh, like a, a point guard, and like they're good at like these types of passing, and like maybe steals yeah. and that sort of thing so it'll boost up those types of stats as opposed to just like across the board um so that'll be interesting to see, see how that fits into play yeah but yeah, yeah it should be you know like i noticed it quite a bit uh i noticed like even when you were you had lebron on fire and shit I had, he was cold at one stage because he just was missing. that was pretty funny <laughs> uh, but i did have um i had uh what's his face uh, the center, uh, the process, uh, Embiid, 76ers, Embiid, Joel Embiid. He was, um, he was on fire as a defender at one point. I think I got a couple of blocks in a row. People were not about us playing the game. They were not keen on us playing that game. Oh yeah. There was people standing next to us. Yeah. That like started like shuffling into like, in front of the fucking TV. In front of television. Yeah. Like, we were... Intruding on their drinking or, like, their gossiping or whatever the fuck they were doing. How dare we sit here and play the game at this game preview? It was pretty fucking dumb. Uh, and, like, people were, like, giving me nasty looks every time I fucking got G'd up because I blocked the fuck out of you. <laughs> like, I got a lot of fucking nasty looks. Like, what the, what's this guy doing? Ugh. It was all fucking douchebag, hipster, fucking streetwear motherfuckers, fucking hype 
Lord dickwads. Like they're all fucking, oh, how dare they get into a video game? Oh, video games are so passe. Uh, bullshit. And so nobody liked that we were playing the fucking game. And I thought that was fucking garbage. Fuck all those cunts. Um, I guess they were there for some other reason. Right? Maybe. I guess they were there because uh, they 2K had flown Ben Simmons down to Sydney uh, to help launch the game because he's on the cover. Yep. Australia's first NBA 2K cover athlete. Yeah. And the first uh, rookie. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year to be on the cover. Or first rookie of the year to be on the cover in his rookie season or something like that. There was some weird way they put it to emphasize that it was the first time such a thing had happened. All right. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, sure. Cool. Uh, But, yeah, he came down. Um, It was pretty awesome to see how much he was about the fucking game. Because uh, he was well in, he was. Uh, he came up and did a, a bit of a talk about you know what it means to him to be on the cover and blah 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 and whatever. Uh, but yeah, like the moment he was stepping off the stage after his speech, he had to go to interviews and stuff. The moment he stepped off the stage, uh, he was like eyeing play. playing the fucking game. And <laughs> they were like, no, uh, no, you gotta do interviews and stuff. Um, yeah, and like I. As I understand it, he like insisted that uh, he play the game while he was doing one of the interviews and stuff. Yeah, um, which like caused some hassles because they weren't supposed to be filming the the screen, so they had to film from behind the television and all this shit. Um, yeah, and then um, yeah, as he was leaving, he insisted on having a, a quick a game, hmm. playing some of the game. Okay, and uh, it was pretty good. He was standing there for a bit on his own with no one to play with, and you you walked up and tried to get in on that action. I was I was <laughs> cheering for you. I was hoping because he was just standing there, like with a controller in his hand. I'm like, is is like he waiting for someone to play? <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking yeah. Good on you for having a pun. Yeah, uh, I was just like, look, do you want someone to play with you? He's like, oh, no, I'm waiting for, I don't know who it was, maybe his someone, brother or something. Someone is entourage. Hey, entourage. Uh, the other thing was he insisted on playing as the Lakers. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, he insisted right. on playing as the Lakers. Well, he is a Lakers oh, yeah. fan. Well, I mean, like, like growing, growing up, up, he was a Lakers fan, so. Yeah, but I think it's actually because he's just hyper-competitive yeah. and he just wanted... The he just, because the whole time he was playing, he was just passing it to LeBron uh, to go in and drive the hoop. And you recorded him having a bit of a dummy spit at the end. Eh? I don't know if it was a dummy spit or if he'd won because I wasn't watching the screen. Um, like he did win, but he got. I think he got dunked on. Oh, okay. He was grumpy about it, and that's why. Yeah, that's why he quit. He's like. Fuck this. Um, yeah, oh, I didn't say fuck this. But uh, yeah, he battled. It was good. Yeah. Uh, we got to take photos with him. Yeah. Uh, I asked him if he was going to play Blackout or PUBG. And uh, he decided, he said he'd play Blackout on PS4 and PUBG on PC because uh, Xbox is fucked, which was pretty good, but I didn't record it. Otherwise, I would use I would uh, use the full quote. So yeah. I just cut out the 
the last part. Um, it was good. It was a good night. Yeah, yeah. no, he was super nice when I went uh, up. He was he's like, dude. yeah, he like shook my hands and said, "Hey, I'm Ben." Oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I fucking know, mate. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm keen to check out more. I'm definitely keen to check out more. I, I think for me, like again, the biggest disappointment of last year's was the how much like VC has just overtaken that game, and I hope they t- tone it back because um, I don't want to have that like grind, right? Of yeah, oh, I've just played a 45 minute fucking basketball game, and I've leveled up like half a jump shot <laughs> like one point <laughs> cool all right fair enough um anyway news should we do some news let's do some news yeah we got some stuff here um where should we kick off let's start off with this one this one's easy Kira is coming out in march march 22 yeah that's cool one month too late i think like exactly a month don't they normally jump oh yeah okay but like they normally drop in march so this cut was yeah. kind of expected. Uh, yeah, um, no, I'm excited. Uh, they did like uh, they dropped some special edition thing, and I bought it. I pre-ordered it. Right, is uh, that with the statue and that sort of thing? Or yeah, with the statue and shit. Crazy. I got a bunch. I got a bunch of stuff for statues and shit now. Yeah. So did you get one of those like cabinets at IKEA? No. <laughs> no, I did not. Oh. I could have. Uh, I'll probably just order one online like a fucking sane person mm. yeah uh, but yeah cool excited I'm pumped, pumped. Um, I am I, excited I, I've been watching videos like videos coming out of Gamescom and it looks fucking awesome oh really so, I'll just sum up yeah there's a couple I'm St- uh, Steve Farrelly was fucking going into an interview and was like getting questions out of me I had fucking tons <laughs> I haven't seen the answers yet, but I'm, I'm pumped to see how that interview goes. Considering I'm amazing at questions, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for the game. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of stuff coming out at February and March next year in Q1. It's gonna be pretty hectic. Yep. All right. What else do we have here? Yeah. Um, Artifact Beta in October. That's um, uh, Valve's oh. new. Dota 2 themed card game that yeah. uh, that'll be also playable at PAX um, uh, isn't there a PAX on like next week or now or some shit I don't know there's like a PAX soon not, not, not PAX, PAX Australia, Australia. PAX no, fucking okay. one of those other PAXs um, they've been p- pimping that out a bit so I don't know I, I haven't really seen anything from international in terms of like what it is they've been sort of doing like cards reveals and like deck reveals but don't really know too much more about it um, I'm gonna have to see it in action I think like play it myself before I'm... yeah 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 um, um, PUBG, PUBG is leaving early access, access on Xbox in September uh, with that will be coming the new map um, they'll get a chance to check that one out but also at the same time uh, new updates come out for PUBG update 20 um, they've put in a new motorcycle new new motorcycle new gun a new 7.62 gun um i'm hearing from heath that it is a uh it's sort of like the ak but it's got more kick and does more damage yeah sorry less damage more kick but higher fire rate um that's what no it's not not less damage less penetration is it well same sort of thing right just less is it yeah less damage higher fire rate right 
Okay. Yep. That's what he's telling me, right? I don't know. I didn't read the patch notes. I've just gone off. Oh, I didn't read the patch notes. Just gone off what he'd said. Yeah. They changed the way third person works, like the camera stuff. Doesn't really matter much to me. Um, they're highlighting like objects on the ground now when you go and pick them up so that you know sort of what you're picking up when there's like a bunch of shit on the floor. Cool. Um, as opposed to just like, oh, I think I'm looking at this gun and it's like, oh, no, you picked up a shotgun that you'll never yeah. use instead. Uh, they changed some of that stuff. Um, they made some changes to like uh, custom matches, nothing exciting. Um, they put in a, or they're putting in a like training map where you can jump in and test out a bunch of different shit like shooting weapons, driving vehicles. Um, mm-hmm. I think parachuting. I feel like I, I saw like a parachute circle. Okay. <laughs> um, Weird. I could be wrong, but yeah, that's what I thought. Like, like it's something that was kind of needed. Um, but again, like maybe. Like, mate, should that be the default loading area or should it be... I don't know how that would work, but yeah. yeah. Or, or like, like, is it going to be like, like another one of these custom things where you need eight people to join in order to <laughs> test stuff? Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, the uh, other the thing, thing is... is any, well, was there anything in there that you're excited about? No. Nope. Uh, I didn't really patch notes. No. So, no. Fair enough. Um, they, they finally, finally, I guess, acknowledged that they're looking into the matchmaking problem in Australia after four months. Uh, have, I, have I told? Have I said on this podcast my uh, crazy conspiracy theory? I'm not sure, but you should just keep saying it. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to say it again, just in case I haven't said it before. Uh, is that they um, deliberately killed OCE servers because running a server in Australia is extremely expensive, and uh, so they figured that if they just fucked up the matchmaking, people would quit, and uh, people would just play on Southeast Asia, like the diehards are just playing on Southeast Asia. And they'd save on costs, and then then they justify it by saying that there aren't enough people in Australia playing. Uh, there were enough people in Australia playing; there absolutely were, but uh, they have successfully killed it. And uh, I think I would, honest to God, they would have to fucking. I'd need to see numbers. I'd need to see logs and shit before I believed anything other than this to be the truth. This is the only fucking way. That I can like just like that I can fucking mentally fucking uh, like account for how hardcore they've fucked up the OCE region, and it makes sense. It, like like you pointed out, Luke, he's like Brendan Green said in a uh, interview that running a running service here is extremely expensive. Yeah, I think the quote was like, "He can buy ten servers in the USA for what it costs to put one on here." Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, this is 100% what happened. They killed PUBG in Australia just so they could sort of save some money. That's 100% what happened. Yeah. And that's fucked. Yeah. I, like, I've, I've been, like, I've been pretty annoyed about it because we've been talking about it for so long, but I was lighting him up on Twitter being like, this is, like, the worst community management I've ever seen <laughs> in a game. It actually is. Yeah. It's staggering that one of the first community managers that they ever got on board is from Australia, and we haven't heard fucking dick about this. It's cooked. It's so fucked. Yeah. Um, like, the game's basically dead to me. This is really sad because I was obviously obsessed with it and I fought so hard for it to be, to be game of the year 2017 
but they've fucked it. They've killed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's shit. Um, it is shit. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't. I jumped in the other day and played some solo squads. It's just like I don't know, man. Like I, that's yeah. Like yeah. you get to it's a point where you can sort of play it, but you're still playing solo squads. Yeah, and it's not the same. It's not the same game. Um, like the pros do it just to shoot people and get good at shooting and whatnot, but that's not like what I want to do. Like all the pros are now playing on Southeast Asia a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they've just killed it. Like one of them, one of the pathogen guys from is pathogen from New Zealand or is it? Or I think an order. Uh, I don't know. Ten months. Not sure. Pathogen. One of the pathogen guys was like, "Hey, here's a giant thread on PUBG and why it is fucked in Australia right now." And like that is when the head community manager of um of PUBG finally chimed in. And was like, oh, we we're hearing the complaints about Australia. Uh, we're now looking into them, <laughs> and like we're going to be working on the matchmaking system now. And it's like, really? After four fucking months, you're going to finally acknowledge that there was a problem, or, or maybe not even. They might not even be acknowledging that there's a problem. They might be just back on their fucking horse of saying, oh well, actually, there's not enough people in Australia. We're going to change the matchmaking to fix it, or something yeah. like that. Well, there isn't now, you cunts. Yeah, there's there's no- fucking everyone left, you stupid dickwads. Yeah. The fucking morons. Yeah. God, this gets me mad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what, what else we got, got here in news? Um, uh, RTX. RTX. New graphics card was announced. Yeah. After fucking a long time. It's been a while. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've been hanging out for this graphics card for, I think, since the end of last year. It was rumored first to be coming out. Um, yeah. But they held off on it. So this is a 20 series. It's an RTX. Um they're releasing three. They've got a 2070, a 2080, and a 2080 Ti. Um, and, and the, the prices, prices are pretty ridiculous, right? Yeah, like fucking... Like $700 crazy. for the 1070? Yeah. And then upwards of like 1600 to eighteen for the Ti, 2080 Ti. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, like, they're doing some really interesting things with the hardware on it um and they were showing numbers of like how powerful this thing is but they were i feel like we've got to wait for benchmarks um to come out because this is like a brand new chipset they're not using pascal anymore they're using like a turing uh chipset they're calling it and they're working um yeah they're working on like it's got like a fucking ai chip built into it or something um and the things they were talking about with how they're using that and doing graphics sounds really fucking interesting. Did you watch any of the keynote? I sort of skipped no. through it. Um, Cuz the dude Yeah, Jensen Huang the uh the CEO, the the guy that um did he found it? I can't remember. I, I feel like he found it. Um but he's been there for ages and he seems extremely smart. And he was talking about some shit that this card does and it's like it's on another level. Um, yeah. like he was going really deep into it of like how the things work, um, the technology behind it. And yeah, I was like sort of skipping through bits and pieces, but every once in a while I'd stop and listen to like the things he was talking about. Um, and it sounds, it does sound really cool. Like the, the AI things in particular was really interesting. Um, 
Yeah, and then, like, they started talking about the price tag, and it was like, whoa, okay, here we go. That is insane. That is, yeah, it is insane. And they can do it because they've got no competition. Yeah. That's one of the biggest problems, I feel like. Like, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I need to see actual factual results because I, I don't know, like, how's it going to translate? Like, well, this, all the stuff I was seeing it sounds cool, but what the fuck is it going to mean in real world, world terms if they're the only ones doing it? Like, it's not really going to fucking matter, is it? So, yeah. They're, they're talking, talking about, about like, like this will run 4K. Uh, like HDR at 60 frames, the games, um, things like that. They're doing uh, like a new form of like ray tracing, the way that it does lighting, which looks really impressive. They're talking about like the way it renders shadows um, and how there will be a bunch of games that will be using this technology. Um, they yeah. showed off like uh, the Battlefield 5, which is coming out shortly. They showed off some stuff with Shadow of the Tomb Raider um, and some of the technology using for that. Um, which looked really impressive, but yeah, I, I think for me, until I start seeing some some benchmarks on how much better this will be compared to like the twenty, sorry, the the, the ten eighty Ti, um, or like a Titan X, um, and then looking at like the the cost versus performance, um, that'll be when I'll be a bit a bit more interested in it. Because yeah. yeah, this is it's the prices are crazy. <laughs> It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, right. Cool. That's it. Uh, and the, the last, last one. one. Uh, this is something that we missed last week, and I think you still wanted to talk about, right? No. No? You don't want to talk about it anymore? Oh, we, we can. I just don't really care. Oh, okay. Well, then we don't have to talk about it. Don't worry about it. No. I just... I thought you said last week we forgot to talk about it. I don't really want to talk about it. Well, yeah, it was like a hot topic then. It doesn't really matter now. Everyone's going to be wondering what the fuck we're talking about, though. Well, maybe we can leave them wondering. I guess. Ah, oh, it was about Chamchong and Muzelk. <laughs> like, their tweets getting dug up and stuff. Like, it's a it's a split one. Like, I think I was saying this at the, at the uh, NBA thing, right? Like, my biggest problem with it is that these guys have seen James Gunn get fired from Disney for making some pedophilia jokes and yet they never fucking scrub their fucking Twitter accounts clean like that is just come on dudes amateur hour shit get your fucking shit together I don't have a big problem with what they were saying like I, I don't it wasn't good it wasn't appropriate but they were young like guys at the time and you know, everyone's a bit stupid when they're, they're younger. I don't think we should crucify everyone for all the dumb shit that they do when they're young. Uh, like, the you look at who they are now and they're different people. That's not how they are anymore. Like, yeah, I, I didn't. I never actually thought anything Elliot did in, was in particular. Musel did was in particular that bad, right? But like, I've known them over the course like over the period between when the first tweet was done and now and like my opinion like they i know they're different people but like they definitely used to be dickheads and they're definitely not dickheads anymore like but everyone was a dickhead when they were younger like everyone had moments where they're doing shit 
because they didn't know that they shouldn't or if like people have to learn somehow and crucifying them over shit they did when they were fucking 19 is just i think it's dumb and it sets a really bad precedent and yeah it's i don't think we should be doing it it definitely seemed like a beat up uh about like trying to beat up influences and fuck i've had my my railing against influences before on this very podcast but again it's it's a different situation now like the cases where like the situations where i was like not that i was more i don't know annoyed about unprofessionalism than i was like this is back when you know i would go on a fucking press trip and i'd have to watch some influencer sit there shit all over games journalists and then take a fucking 10k paycheck just to appear and shit like that and like not appear or not do anything or not do what the fuck they were supposed to do that's i'm i get annoyed about fucking unprofessionalism and about hypocrisy not necessarily about the concept of people making money as influencers like fucking get get money right get that cash like fuck it like yeah that said i cannot believe they never scrub their fucking twitters that's insanity like sort your shit out also i cannot believe the australian defense force was paying so much money for like no results that the influences like situation should have been scrapped if only because they looked at what they got out of it which i think was like eight thousand views uh, uh, like, yeah, that's not worth the fucking 50k they paid or whatever the fuck. Like, Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Do something about that. Definitely scrap that program. Because you haven't fucking done it correctly. You haven't fucking looked into it to a point where it's actually getting any kind of return. Imagine. What's what's $50,000 for 8,000 views? That's like fucking, what's that, five bucks? CPM plus 550 CPM. That's insanity. That's crazy. That's way too much. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't agree with the people who are like, oh, you shouldn't have games people advertising uh, for ADF. Oh, I don't think the army should be advertising. They're going yeah, they're going to advertise, so I don't see why you'd be annoyed at someone making money out of it. But I think, I think the, the problem, problem that, well, well I, I think, think one of the issues that they had there was that they, they weren't putting it forward that they were getting paid for this like they were treating it as this is just like oh this is the thing i'm doing as opposed to i actually got paid to promote this it's like a sponsor it should have been plugged as a sponsored post no they've been taken down since then oh okay i thought they got taken down because the adf asked for them to be taken maybe i don't know from what i was hearing from people there was a lot of people upset about like them not like, like letting people know, yeah disclosing that this was a which is illegal now right like if you're uh, legal in the states i think it's fine no in, in here it's changed they changed the rules uh if you're an influencer and you're getting paid by a company to accept money and promote something you need to mark it as an ad or it's or a sponsored post now this is only quite i think we spoke about this like last year maybe yeah right news right um well yeah they definitely should have disclosed you again Right, that's just unprofessionalism. That's just like not doing the job properly, I guess. 
like in the such in the case that that is their job. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was a it was a weird one because I felt like everyone was like going in, oh, Champchon's a racist and all this kind of shit. He wasn't being racist. Uh, he was doing like he was saying something uh, racially insensitive, but like yeah, yeah, but like. Um, like, like the other thing, thing is, is I don't think, think they, they did a good job of handling it either. Like on their part, they no, they, they refused to comment on it. Um, yeah. Like obviously, Elliot owns a, a influencer company that manages yeah. other influencers, um, yeah. and himself and uh, Cham Chong are both a part of that company. And they, yeah. um, uh, Kotaku was the one that that tried to talk to them about it, and they basically said we're not gonna, um, like we're declining comment and we're not gonna comment on the story at all. So. Which is, I think, wrong. They should have at least said something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they could have said, though. I don't think, like... Yeah, I think they were in a bit of a no-win situation. Uh, but saying, saying something, something is better than not saying something. Like, yeah, addressing, addressing that you've... You know, that they were... The things they said were not right or, like, anything like that. Yeah, totally. That's true. Um, anyway. Cool. Uh, yeah, it was dumb. Um, I definitely absolutely don't agree with anything they said. Uh, I don't agree with, yeah, lighting them up uh, for things they said five years ago, uh, five, six, seven years ago, even, like Luke's. Um, yeah. Especially, especially considering the landscape of the internet at the time when people didn't really consider uh, the fact that you basically going on record saying anything on Twitter. Um, yeah, just didn't think about it. Like, you just don't, I think at the time people just didn't think about how that would look. Hmm. Uh, yeah, like some of this stuff was dug up from like seven years yeah. ago. I've, I personally have, you know, spent a long time carefully crafting a brand around shit posting on social media. Yeah. And so it works for me. But, uh, that's why I'm making the small bucks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's all. Cool. cool. That's, that's news. news. That's, that's all we got. That's it. Should we... Was there any, any questions? questions? I um, I did not check. I no. can check now. No? No. Cool. Easy. Cool. Oh, well, oh, you, you can, can, uh, you you can, can find, find The Gap on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, all those fun places. You can search for The Gap or the GA podcast. Oh. It'll come up. Oh. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, you can facebook.com slash GA podcast, twitter.com slash GA podcast, or you can email us the GA podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to jump onto our discord page, you can do that as well. The GA podcast.com slash discord. We've got, um, a lot of Dota chat happening at the moment in our spoiler chat, spoiler chat. So, so you don't have to, if you haven't been, if you're not 100% up, you can, uh, look at the, you can stay off the spoiler chat until you are and then join the conversation. Yep. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun. Um, what else we have yeah, going? Uh, you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. has all the links to things we just talked about, including past episodes of the show. And that site's brought to you by our awesome Patreon members. Thanks to everyone that does that. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast, And we appreciate that. Help us pay bills. Awesome. Yeah. Um, 
That's, That's it. it. Uh, uh, you, you, you want to find me, I'm on twitter.com slash Luke Laurie, or you can go to Stiviver.com. Still got a bunch of QuakeCon stuff going up. Um, yeah. I had uh, a bunch of articles go up. I, I talked to Pete Hines, who is the senior vice president of Bethesda um, and, and marketing coordinator, I think his name. I don't know. He's got a big title. Anyway, you see him at all the fucking press events. Uh, we talked about Elder Scrolls Legends and some esports stuff. Um, I talked to him about... Uh, Hearthstone and the comparisons to Hearthstone and whether or not he likes likes that and he did not um, and I talked to him a bit about the way like the differences in Elder Scrolls Legends and like what makes the game unique uh, and I got him talking about like lanes in in Elder Scrolls Legends and then I brought up the new Dota game and asked him about that so it was interesting hearing him talking about that um, you know really clickbaity shit it was good um but no, he was awesome to interview. He's really good. Uh, I haven't had a chance to interview him before. I've met him a couple of times, but I'd never had a chance to talk to him. And he's really... There's a reason why that dude is um, at the top of the company. He's very smart. And he's he's in tune with like gaming stuff. So that's cool. Um, and I... Uh, what else did I do? Man, there's a bunch of stuff. I did like a wrap-up of like the Fallout 76 panel... Um, I did some some stuff with like Doom and Marty and Hugo, the creative directors for Doom. I maybe mentioned that last week, but anyway, Divide.com, bunch of um, Quake Con things going up there. So check it out. What about you? What do you got going on? Uh, head to Red Bull to check out. Uh, I wrote up um, my trip to Ventus VR, the uh, the PvP arena, and you can check out my interview with Shernfire, who's the captain of Direwolves uh, League of Legends. Pretty good. Um, it was like all two word answers until like I'm shit talking the other teams, which was pretty good. And uh, that's about it. Uh, I think I've lined up an interview with Anna. Oh, nice. I'm OG. How'd so. You- uh, How'd you score that? Did you talk to him directly or through his his through peeps? Red Bull. Nice. OG's still a Red Bull team, so uh, I think I think I'll line it up. But uh, they reckon it's not guaranteed that he'll, he'll talk to me. So uh, after my interview last time, when he was uh, all two answers uh, the entire time, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not super confident with how it's going to go. But you need uh, to get fucking big daddy. daddy. That's what you need. But he's not Australian. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay. Pretend. Okay. Get. Yeah, here's what we do. You get yeah, Anna and Big Daddy and have Big Daddy translate for Anna. Ah, nice. When he says a two-word answer, yeah. he expands on that. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, but that's about it. Um, yeah, cool. Think of uh, locked in going to PAX. Oh, okay. Yep, yeah, cool. Cool. I'm You're on a panel, panel, did you say? I am on a panel, yeah. Uh, do you know which one, or can you say it? I don't think I can yet. But, uh... Right, yeah. Secrets. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, that's the show. See you next week. I think that's, that's it. it. I don't, I don't know, know what we're, we're talking, talking about next, about next week. week. Fuck. Um, uh, getting drunk and watching the International. Getting drunk and watching the International. Uh, we're trying to get codes for maybe Strange Brigade. Um, okay. The review for that is up, I think it's the 28th. Or 26 soon. Um, but that, that's, that's out like next week. So we'll try and get some codes for that and talk about it. And maybe some other things. We'll see. S- secrets. Secrets. Yeah. All right. Bye bye. Bye.